I, every time we watch harem animes, and I know for the we power, it's not a lot, but we as a collective know of if we put our minds together, we know a lot. I think we should make not a not an anime, but like just a visual novel making fun of harem. Oh, like I, I mean, I think me and Lance actually talked about this I before mean, yeah, where like we wanted to like theoretical a visual okay, novel. Let's get it on paper. I can code that shit easy. Well, let's start with a. Uh... Let's start with the protagonist's name. What's his name? Uh, like, I... And then last name is Rabu. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... I, I love I you. I has a terminal illness that her heart will stop beating <laughs> if she's not in love at all times. And you... You... Are the cure? <laughs> There's actually a manga like that. There's actually a manga like that. Oh no! You give me whatever plot you want to do for your harem, I can probably find you the manga that already has done it. Oh no! Okay, and then and then so. there's the the transfer student girl who also has a medical condition. It's if she's not in love, she turns to a werewolf. <laughs> okay, I don't think I see that wait, one. That, wait, that, wait, one wait. that one's Let's good. Let's write that down. No, that's okay. not. Let's move on. <laughs> And she kills people, and she must be love. <laughs> uh, hey man, uh, want to hey. return this book? Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can just hand the book over, dude. <laughs> well, you know that. Okay, here. Oh, uh, okay. You want to return? How green were the Nazis? By Franz Joseph Bruggemeier, Mark Koch, and Thomas Zeller. Ah, oh, this is a. It was very interesting book. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were such a nature guy. Oh, you know me, like I. I just love to think about the environment and uh, good ways to improve it. So I thought, you know, I'd, I'd uh, research the masters, you know. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you see, did you read the chapter where they hotbox an entire forest to make it better? Yeah. Really revolutionary stuff. Some good ideas. Okay. Well, I I hope you get a degree in uh, I'm gonna- <laughs> whatever this is. <laughs> We're gonna go to hell for this bit. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Before I go, I wanted to check out this book too. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could, I could check out a book. I'm surprised we still allow you to have this. You want to do Adolf Hitler, Mien Kampf book, huh? Well, I see that you're the only one that has checked this out, and you have checked it out uh, on numerous occasions already. Every so week. I guess. I guess this checks out. All right. Uh, yeah, bring you got a week to bring it back. Have, have, have fun with that. Have a good day. Man, he looks so old. I don't even think he goes to this fucking college. Oh, well. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Jesus, I, this kid reminds me of myself. Hey, what's up? Are you returning a book? I, yeah, kind of late. Uh, it's okay. been a while. Hope. I, okay that's a lot of books yeah i've had them for Uh, a long time i just keep forgetting you know okay 
Uh, Let me just double check to make sure we got all the books. Uh, How to Draw for Beginners, Science of Creature Design, Drawing Tips for Beginners, Dog Breeds, Animals 101, Anatomy of the Human Body, How to Sell Your Art at Conventions, The Art of Drawing Animals, An Atlas of Animal Anatomy for Artists, Art Commission (laughs) Guidelines. Wow, you, you somehow borrowed more than we allow in this library. I've That's kind of forgot to return stuff, um, but they've really helped out. I mean, people like my art. Okay, great. I mean, you know what? You seem like a nice kid, so I'll, I'll, I'll let a slide for uh, today. Oh. If you draw me something right now. Okay. Do you want ass or titties? How <laughs> <laughs> do you want better? I want, I want tail. You want feet I, with that? Or, of or do you course. prefer paws? I, I, let's go with paws. Seeing as these books that you checked out, I think you are well equipped to be drawing this kind of, uh, what, yeah. I guess what the fancy people say, furry art. Yeah, the, the fur community, they're, they're really great. Uh, yeah, I like animals, but people like uh, when I draw, you know, this kind of stuff. See, this is you. Uh, with the tail that you want, and you're being stepped on by a really big titty doggy. It's. And I drew you as a Pomeranian because you kind of <laughs> fit that. Oh, uh, a single tear rolls down my eye. This is thanks for uh, avoiding the late fee. I know I've been like three years late, but it's really helped out. Okay, bye. <laughs> Boss comes up behind me. Peter, you're fired. I saw everything that you did there. We don't we don't condone that here at this <laughs> university. <sighs> it was worth getting fired for. Slides picture in back pocket. <laughs> uh okay, with that, that was probably uh, amazing. Weirdest slash normal <laughs> opening we've done. Uh, but welcome back to an- <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I don't we know anymore. About we talked so and many. furry. Yeah, seems kind of like you uneducated swine. They go. They Run really the go mill. hand in hand, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nazis and furries. Yeah, two sides of the same coin. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, and somehow the wee power hour is just flipping that coin over and I'm over. I'm sorry, all my Nazi furry fans out there. Sorry, we're representing, right? Uh, Peter, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Weed Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Peter. Uh, and with me, I have only two hosts this week. Uh, one host had to uh, take a quick breather, uh, but so he will be back again? next week. What an idiot. Uh, but... Here are the ones that are here. Uh, the idiot that you just heard uh, right now, Lance. That's me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Aren't you all so lucky. Yeah. Uh, and the lady on my uh, right, uh, Plinchy. Hello. Yay! Uh, so, <laughs> yay! Call me a lady. Yeah, uh, so we are on episode 98, uh, just too shy away from that 
uh, 100th episode of the We Power Hour. We're absolutely not going to do anything special about it because we're fucking busy doing other shit. So uh, don't expect. That's not what the fans want to hear. That's a lie. We're always working so hard for Weebies. Okay, maybe we'll do something. I don't know. We'll see. It's two weeks from now. We're probably going to forget. Uh, but we don't forget about anime. That's for damn sure. And that's what we're here to talk about again for this week. Uh, but first up, we'll hit the latest news of the week first. Uh, big time news. One Punch Man season three has finally been announced. It has been three years since season two has ended. Uh, and it has come in firm of this pretty cool teaser visual. I think they even like delayed the latest uh, manga chapter to announce this. So uh, pretty mm. big news with Mob Psycho season three starting in October. And then One Punch Man was presumably uh, sometime next year. Uh, it's pretty busy and there's a lot of stuff uh, One Punch Man still has to go through in terms of uh, the anime. There's still a lot to catch up on. Uh, so probably going to see more seasons of One Punch Man, if not movies. Uh, this is just getting the ball rolling now. Dude, and, uh, Saitama all- is thick in that poster, by the way. He this is wide. Is a unit. Absolute unit. Well, I mean, the guy next to him is also a fucking unit, too. So Yeah, but Saitama is looking yoked, like, for yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for you manga fans of the One Punch Man series, just to let you guys know as well, uh, the manga is going on a one-month hiatus before returning for his new arc. Uh, so Yusuke Moreta announced on his Twitter account uh, that he and his staff will uh, return as soon as they can. I'm assuming they're just, you know, getting uh, their bearings together for another start, probably doing some research uh, before they start uh, that new arc. So definitely look forward to that as well. And uh, One Punch Man Season 3. But uh, not much else for the news. Uh, not a lot happened. Pretty much One Punch Man uh, ruled uh, the news articles for this week. So, uh, But if there's any news articles you guys want us to check out, of course, you can always DM us on our social media or you can email us at thewepower.gmail.com. We'll check it out and maybe it'll show up on a future podcast. But let's move on to some anime talk with the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talked about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, it's our usual, of course. So we'll start out with Ruby Ice Queendom episode eight uh pretty much hit the fork in the road pretty much hit that dead end the wall that uh all these uh types of animes go through and how do we overcome that will be to follow but it looks like ruby is having a lot of troubles not only with uh negative wise but also herself as well and uh blake and uh yang are in a weird looking house that looks like a jail Uh so uh everyone's pretty much separated uh and uh, everything looks pretty bleak so uh, i'll just open up the floor to everyone here how'd you guys like this week's episode of ruby so um they're exploring a lot of uh character relationships and character conflicts that the original series didn't really get into like ruby never had these kind of doubts about being a leader at least not in the uh, the mm. first couple of seasons that i watched so at this point she definitely hasn't uh mm-hmm. had these mm-hmm. kind of uh, doubts about herself so it's really cool for me to see ruby go through these kind of conflicts and uh yeah. i'm excited to see uh what becomes of it i think the um 
they're going really hard on the metaphors for uh, everything in Weiss's uh, dream world is up to interpretation on what it means. And we're finally getting like clear, concrete answers for this means this and this means that. Like the prison represents Weiss's psychology of wanting to uh, hold on to things that she values and not uh, lose them to as she she grows older and has to take on more responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, So it's all really interesting. Yeah. There's a big psychological shift and idea uh, that they're trying to go on, which I I felt like Ruby was probably one of those more basic storylines, right? Where it's just kind of like good versus evil, right? It's like, oh, pretty much. You're the evil guys. We're the good guys. We're going to beat you up and we're going to do as a team kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, the kind of route that we're going with, this feels like a season two, you know? Like, weirdly enough, those first three episodes, I mean, like how you guys said, that was like season one. They kind of like, it almost feels like two different seasons within one season where the yeah. season two is a lot more about exploring the characters and characters development and not so much try to move a, a big plot along uh, per se. Cause I mean, we've been stuck with doing wise for what, five weeks now. So yeah. Yeah. It's been, we've and been it's on not this for ending. a very long time. No, it's been dragging. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely going to be like a Ruby, ask episode like fully on her to try to get herself back into being the leader that we expect her to be and then maybe like a another episode of blake and yang in that uh house mm-hmm. figuring out uh how why sees blake and then they get together episode 11 and then they fight fight it out for episode 11 and 12 that that looks like the roadmap I'm expecting them to probably resolve Ruby's issues next week. The following yeah. week, maybe they'll confront Wise, um, give her that persona breakthrough, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> then I think the last, yeah. uh, maybe eleven, they'll fight the Grim, uh, the monster mm-hmm. behind the dreams. Yeah, maybe yeah, twelve could be like a resu- like a cool down resolution episode, or just yeah. a continuation of that that final conflict is what I'm expecting. Yeah. I think it'll be like for. half the yeah the rest of the battle, and then just you know if they do have plans for like a season two of Ruby, or they want to set up you know uh, an open ended open ended uh, idea to like hey we want a season two, you know we left it open enough to where we could do a season two. Give us the goddamn money and we'll fucking do it. And I think that's that looks like what they want to do. It's hard Send for me us to your fanfics. We'll turn it into anime. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine them going for that because they've uh they don't seem to the feeling that I get from this anime is they don't really want people to care about the actual OG story of Ruby based on how yeah, they've yeah. They've really like breezed right through season one, breezed through all the side characters. So, uh, and it's important to establish these guys early on rather than skip them over if you want to tell an extended story. Mm-hmm. So, the direction they're True. going right now with this season feels like like cut and dry. We want to do a season and we don't have any plans to do another season. We just want to tell this story about Ruby, get you introduced to the characters that we care about that are going to be in this story. And then we're going to, like cauterize at the end and that's it 
I guess that's true. Then they'll be like, "Hey, go watch the original Ruby." Yeah. If you want more content, to want more to Ruby, get the more publicity. Yeah, watch the yeah, original. Yeah, because it's series. just expanding on the character relationships, and in a full length story, you kind of mm. want that along with main plot, not. Yeah like disjointed where you already have developed characters and their relationship is great. Yeah. And then yeah. they go through things and then things get rocky and you're like, wait, I thought we resolved this. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, you're right. This, uh, this whole wise queendom, uh, arc, it, uh, reminds me of a lot. I feel like this would really, um, it would really benefit from being a movie. So yeah. like it's got like that yeah, kind of been great. it's a non like a non-canon disjoint complete disjointed from the main plot. We have original characters that are never going to come back into the main plot. Mm-hmm. Uh so we feature this uh fun story that we thought up and uh at, once this is done, we'll get back into the main story and probably yeah. never talk about this ever again kind of feel. Probably not. But yeah, that would've been great cuz there's so many battles in this season where i just felt like man if they had a movie budget this would have been yeah fantastic and maybe they would have they, cut out the stretching uh, there's a, there's some a stretching lot of going on here a lot of talking yeah. a lot of doing the dream over again mm-hmm. yeah we can quick that yeah yeah especially i think ruby did like two or three episodes when she was just doing it by herself uh probably could cut the that dream. out probably could yeah, cut that out or at least cut it up to make it just a maybe a couple of minutes then a couple of minutes with the three of them together and then uh finally do the final run yeah uh, maybe ruby's we fall ruby on her own and then we unite with blake and yang if they want to tell a story about ruby solo for a bit yeah, yeah. they didn't have to have ruby leave and then come back with the others she could have i mean i'm sure it was dangerous but i think storyboarding wise she could have just said okay i got the lay of the land send the other two i'm safe and yeah. just get rid of the whole go back and forth explaining i think they exposition. wanted i think they wanted to reset the the power that that witch's power because i feel like the resetting the, power was to justify them being able to make coming back trips so yeah it was yeah. more like that power was created like for they, the reason of yeah. making trips. Making the game mechanics or rules and then creating things to put it in. So it's it's more of a convenience. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because no matter how, like, totally understand that's what the story is. That's what they want. But it's so blatantly like what Lance said. Just... Like, yeah. Did we really need the power? Uh to have a yeah. recharge feature in the first place. I don't think so. So I would actually really love for this to, you know, like how Attack on Titan will have a movie special. It's just like, yeah, combining the whole season. Yeah, just together. A, a synopsis condensed version of the whole season in like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. And then, uh, I think this season would really benefit from that. Yeah, but I think for me it's just like because Attack on Titan had amazing animations during the season. Because when you when you can do these compilations, they're not adding too much extra. Maybe just like a few okay. scenes here and there to be able to transition better. But for the most part, it's just a pretty much edit centric uh, type job where you just pretty much take clips. And I mean, honestly, 
it doesn't really feel like this season's provided enough scenes to make that a fun movie, I guess. Because some of some of these fight scenes are kind of like, hmm, they're pretty basic in nature, and if they don't redo those in the movie, then it'll be kind of like, Meh. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, rather than that mentality, maybe never make the season in the first place, and then just make the movie, just do the movie. <laughs> then take take the yeah. whole budget for the other episodes, and then make those great scenes that are missing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, good. they could have done the two movies because the first three episodes is like uh, almost a movie on its own too. So it really was, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they had some of it, you know. Just I guess go all the way if they wanted to, but I mean, I guess it's how it goes. Wise do or negative wise do be looking pretty hot though. Man, they really like pretty badass. I, I always forgive this season for all its flaws because damn they just nailed the design so well all the characters i can't get over blake Blake is just oh my goodness she is not that hot in like the normal series she is has a crazy design this anime dude when she was using that hook shot this week i was just like god fucking damn it she is so fucking hot (laughs) she's she's great in ruby but yeah totally elevated everyone uh, okay, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list, uh, Ao Aishi, episode 19. Uh, kind of a cool down episode uh, after uh, winning, finally winning our match and uh, snapping uh, that losing streak. Uh, we get to check out uh, our old, old team of, uh, never remember his name, Tachibana. Yeah. Check out, check out his old team and then uh, a little Hana Aoi shipping that literally just sail without Aoi on the ship to begin with. Uh, that was kind of uncomfortable in a way, but uh, well, I guess we'll see if that, that develops into anything. Uh, but mostly for Tachibana uh, to see Aoi uh, stand up uh, for not only himself, but for the opposite team, because that douchebag of a guy doesn't even like his own team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, how'd you guys like this week's episode of uh, Aoi He's a great villain. I'm I'm really liking that uh yeah. that dickhead player as a contrast yeah. to Aoi. I think he's pretty well written, more in the sense where I enjoy where he's coming from, like what he went through and why he is the way that he is. I can totally yeah. see that happening. Just being like, fuck yeah. people. I got fucked over. I didn't get what I wanted because I was chummy with people. And it seems like such a ridiculous thing, but I think he's in the sports world. Validated, it's validated. Yeah, or justified. Like, of course, especially in team sports, of course you want to be a team player and you want to be nice to people because you have to win as a team. But at the same time, you know, you lose your spot. Like that. That's it. You know, you like you don't get many chances uh, to have a spot on a really good team uh, in your lifetime. So you got to make every chance count. And to watch Aoi get that spot and then get moved to a position that he's not good at and still be able to be on the field on a on an elite team, like that probably rubbed him the wrong way. It's like we're both the same position and then you chose this guy and then you're not even using him for that position anymore. Like that probably just sent him to the moon. It's like, why couldn't you just pick both of us then? Send him over mm-hmm. to defender. I can be the striker and stuff like that so uh yeah totally totally justified and it's pretty rare 
for the most part in sports animes to have this kind of character for the for the most part the really top tier sports animes they kind of make the villain characters still likable at the end haikyuu is a very prime example of that yeah. where you're just like oh yeah this guy totally trying to fuck us over you know he he's he's schemy and stuff like that and uh he's trash talking the entire time but then you get those scenes of those characters and then you realize oh they're just trying to win at whatever cost and they also have their own you know drama and like uh uphill battle that they have to climb through on their side and makes them more relatable this guy is just like just straight up yeah i'm fucking evil <laughs> yeah I, yeah you know until they Not have that kind player. of moment yeah we're just like i don't know he has like a, a dying grandmother and he wants to try to be a pro so she can see him on the field before she dies like he promised her something like that yeah uh, but for the most part just kind of a douchebag guy so uh it's pretty rare in the sports once, anime world. Uh, the, the douchebag characters just look I'm just fed He's up just with selfish. all the bullshit around me. So yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be a douchebag. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I like those kind I'm of good. characters too. Yeah, I'm good. There's no way they're gonna bench me because I'm a douchebag. Because yeah, you can't. I'm good enough that I can do whatever I want. Exactly. So I, I thought that coach was like when he was saying, "Uh, all ten of my players are playing as a unit." I thought that was so interesting. Mm. That fact that like almost his whole team. Is playing the way he wanted to, except for our douchebag character. But he's so good, and mm-hmm. somehow you know they mesh together good out. enough to work out. Uh, a lot of uh, sports in general are like that, where it's just like, yeah, I want to make a team cohesive and everything like that. But there's just one talent that even if he's a douchebag or he doesn't work well with people, you can't. He makes a win. You know, he makes winning plays and you kind of can't not have that on a team like that. So uh, it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating to see. I wish I they had shown um, Togashi and um, the Red Pond oh, the fight. fighting. Oh, the yeah. fight. There's, uh, We're probably going to see a flashback. drama going on in the background. And yeah, I would love yeah. to see that conflict more. Oh, we're I, totally going to see it during... Like the match. Peter, you're saying the flashback during the match, they're going to have some kind of connection. It's like, ah, we talked about this or yeah. I'm going to get over our differences and do what we should do. And then they're yeah, going to be yeah. bros. Because the, the back line is still the same. Like it's still Aoi, red hair mm-hmm. guy and Togashi. They're all still t- together on that, on that back end. So uh, even with the fight, like I figure with the fight, Togashi was going to get moved up or maybe Aoi gets moved up to the middle of the field. But they're mm-hmm. all still in that back line, so there's like coaches like, nah, figure it out. That's what it feels like. Like I yeah. don't care, you guys fucking socked each other. Like you guys better figure it out uh, for the sake of the team. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. It's, it's almost two. There's almost like three dynamics in this upcoming match. You got Aoi versus uh, douchebag guy. You got Tachibana just trying to get it in his himself. Head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and playing against his old team, that's going to fuck him up a lot uh, mentally. And then just uh, Togashi and Red Hair guy, you know, they're the they're the key of the defense. So if they can keep it together, then we should be okay. But expecting some uh, good shit from this match, I'm really excited for it. And it's, it's and it technically it's the finale. You know, like yeah. this is episode 19, so this match is probably going to be two, three episodes, Last and match. then Maybe. cool down. <laughs> yeah, cool down episode cool down and then like something to look forward to because I'm pretty sure we're going to get a season 2 of Aishi 
uh, in the yeah. future. It has a lot yeah. of material to go through. Um, and it's one of the better, more realistic sports animes out there. So it'd be hard pressed not to, to not get one. Uh, okay. With that, uh, we can move on to the final anime on our media roundup, uh, Summertime Render, episode 19. Uh, we are back on, I think, the 10th loop. I don't remember anymore how many oh loops God. we've gone through. Uh, who knows? It's 10 or 11. I think we're in the double digits now, but this is the first time we have to do it without Ushio uh, and try to figure it out. And we're kind of bone-fucked because Heine already has uh, our D- our clone pretty mm-hmm. much and pretty much is dictating everything and uh I, even though it's a setup episode it was still pretty good uh but how do yeah. you guys like uh this week's episode of uh summertime render Caesar was just Dude. so bad yep yep that's yep build up episode but because of that scene and just what did we when they first split off lance i'm pretty sure it was you were saying oh we got everyone who doesn't matter and then everyone who does uh champagne <laughs> ushio uh, but disregarding, um, was it the brother and the sister and the cop? Mm-hmm. Nezu and Hizuru just they they have so much presence. They're so fucking cool. Just being hunters and Hizuru just being fucking hot badasses. Wow! Thank you, God, yeah. for this. I, I'm just waiting for her to. Pose. I was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. she's so cool. <laughs> Fuck, you're gonna die, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I love all the characters so much, and this is like going for, you know, like that ReZero golden ending sort of, we're gonna do this right till everyone lives. But they're like red flagging Heezer so hard uh-huh. that I don't oh, know how this is gonna go. I can't imagine like a final battle, uh, even if that she doesn't die. Yeah, even say like Ushio comes back somehow. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine Hizuru's not there in the final battle because this is like the pre like the prelude to to the, the final, final battle. It feels oh, like absolutely. yeah. So, but like Heine's not gonna uh, die here, so that just leaves Hizuru, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then she had that moment with her brother, where like her brother is always like two seconds in the future, but then somehow was able to revert back to present sync. time with yeah, his sister and, and sync up with her. with her. And I was like, yeah, I was like, Oh my oh, God, I kill you. <laughs> oh shit, you're dead. You're Damn. so fucking dead. You finally get to talk to your brother after 14 years and all this turmoil. And then you're just like, shut up little brother. We have a fucking shadow. We have to, you know, die trying. To, yeah, to she say, yeah, she'll die to kill this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, break all my bones, whatever you have to do. First time whatever they talk, whatever my body can handle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a plan. <sighs> Was it? Hey, I love you. Or hey, it's nice, nice talking, talking to you again. Yeah. <laughs> Use me. Plan for till my fullest. Don't worry about me. We need to kill this bitch or this. She she is like the fucking like worst person to try to go up against. Like this guy is fucking. He's ridiculous. Like, is I can't even imagine what they're gonna do to really kill this guy because uh, he's pretty OP. He's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. I think he's a really cool monster villain. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he's like not a shadow technically. Yeah, he's he's yeah, like a birth weird. of of uh, like a shadow human, whatever experiment or whatever the fuck they were yeah. trying to do. I, I get what they're they saying, but conceptually, I'm like, okay, 
I yeah. guess. It just yeah. you just have to take it at face value that that can happen because yeah, it's just, been like, happening under our noses. So you know yeah. what? It is what it you is. Lose, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. And he's not actually shadow, so he's um, evading everyone's, not everyone's, but certain people's shadow sense and then he's like haha jk yeah i just cover myself in the corpse of all the shadows that i've killed yeah. like what i, I, I like that though. i like the fact that he's human so there's like this weird there's a possibility that <laughs> you know it's just human versus human really but he just has like this weird insane like powers. shadow power yeah that like mm -hmm. makes him almost immortal but like you know there's a mortality to him if you somehow get past it and i'm I mean, next week's battle has got to be what we're gonna see, you know? Like, how what what is uh what is Caesar's plan to to get around that? I'm well, I'm so expecting excited. to get fucked up. So she's, yeah, I, I think, think she's gonna get fucked up, and Nezu gets that final shot. It has to. That's she was saying. Like, I need to get I Nezu get within in view. in view. Yeah, but if I was thinking about um, a long shot, though, this was like a game or. Like a D and D encounter, mm -hmm. I think the 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 biggest hints that Hezer is dropping, obviously the Nezu one, like that's our end game, because uh, there's yeah. no way in hell Hezeru and Ryunosuke can kill by themselves. But the fact that she put together the telepathy that's happening, if they can somehow get rid of Heine, Shide can die, because that that's yeah. like one of the most obvious roadblocks. That's why she got yeah, in front of sure. Heine to like block, but that didn't work because Shide's too strong. I forget why that didn't work, but I don't think that's exactly what she was going I mean, for. But the intent of like yeah, blocking, I thought was really interesting. For sure. like, I, it's definitely going to be it. one of those. She's got to hold out long enough for uh, Shinpei <laughs> yeah. to come in. Well, however, he's going to try to get, take Heine farther away from Shide, so it'll make it easier to kill him. Um, I mean that's all Shadow Miu and how much uh, how much she's going to help because that's that's his only ally now uh, that's near him so okay uh, with that that is all the anime that we have on the media roundup uh, if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read just let us know like I said uh, you can always DM us on our social media or email, email us uh, your suggestions uh, we'll check it out and uh, maybe it will show up on a future podcast. But let's take a break from all the anime talk and play a little game that we like to play here on the We Power Hour called Take 5. Uh, this is a game where we choose a topic every week. Uh, we have five uh, things pertaining to that topic. And then uh, we get five minutes on the clock to try to rank them uh, one through five. Uh, and because this is... I wouldn't call it a special episode, but because it's the three of us, uh, myself, Plenty, and Lance, uh, if you guys are not previewed on the Weep After Hour, uh, a little uh, Let's Play uh, segment that we do on the YouTube channel, uh, we played Danganronpa V3. I think that was the very first Let's Play we've ever done uh, on that ch on the Weep Power Hour channel. And uh, we voiced almost everything if whatever wasn't voiced by the game itself we did all the voices for it so uh if you're very interested in checking that you're out, welcome go ahead and check it yeah, out you're welcome uh, <laughs> it's very old it's like almost two years old but i still think some of the funniest shit we've ever said uh 
on on recording. So I think that uh, playthrough really set the tone, not just for the podcast moving forward, like all the inside jokes that we have, mm-hmm. but also just our friendship too. Because now I always yeah. remember, yeah. oh my goodness, just voice acting um, uh, Mew talking with fucking Tangle, talking with Kokichi. <laughs> and yeah. just the hilarious conversations that game had. Yeah, it wasn't even just the co- the conversations in the game, but just our own jokes yeah, in China. Jokes, too. have our own stupid co- side conversations on the side. I thought that was mm-hmm. uh, really fun. So uh, we figured we do best Danganronpa V three chapters. Uh, pretty much the first five chapters, because usually the sixth one is a uh, the ending chapter and. No one cares for the ending chapter. I we only care like, about uh, the. I feel like consistently the end chapter has been my least favorite chapter. How do you guys feel about that? Well, for me, well, yes. I only really. She's only played the one, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually yeah. know how the other games end. Uh, actually, I, I really like how two ended, but I think it's just because it was the combination of Danganronpa one and two. Yeah, and we watched the anime. On top of that as and well, that and that really, better. yeah, that really set the tone because uh, the fact that one and two were pretty much like sequels to each other mm-hmm. really told the bigger story. V three is literally it's a uh, soft reset, standalone yeah. kind of thing. So uh, yeah, I like two's ending, but I, I definitely agree. Uh, the feel doesn't it doesn't feel like Dong and Ropa on those last chapters just because they're like, oh, we have a story we have to tell. I guess yeah. we should just throw it in now. And here's uh, the plot twist. Yeah, like Open wide. Oh, yeah. Or like the first, you know, five chapters. Just you and know, now for who, something who completely different. Yeah, this is fun <laughs> yeah. that way. So, uh, but yeah, we'll do the first five chapters, uh, and which chapters uh, we like the best. So I will put five minutes on the clock. It's probably going to be way more than five minutes, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, and let us figure out what's the best chapter and the worst chapter. Of Duncan Robo V3. Oh, yeah. Disclaimer if you haven't played the game, uh, don't watch oh, this. Yeah, take super five. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Big spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about watch the entire playthrough yeah, that we did on YouTube oh, first God, and then come back? Five. 53 episodes 53. worth. 53 and episodes. They're all one hour yeah, each, usually. Episodes. Some are a little bit longer than others. So at minimum, 53 hours. Yeah. Well, I think some of the. 50-ish episodes or maybe the last episode was uh, extra like the yeah. end game content so if you just want the main story you don't have to watch all 53 just it's watch actually... all four, ah, 49 watch them all. <laughs> I thought it was funny that we actually took exactly like 53 episodes for the yeah for the whole yeah, we, the whole thing it was meant it worked to out be. very well uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, there's no meaning behind that 53. Don't look into that. It's not a big spoiler. <laughs> okay, now that all the people who well, we're already have watched... way to spoiler tag moment. So okay, so yeah. the, Kaede dying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um... Number one. Number one. That's my favorite chapter. I think I think my favorite yeah. chapter in like yeah. all Dog and Ropa, just because setup. like good. like how we were talking about earlier, just the fact that they were willing to use the protagonist they weren't afraid yeah. yeah because it was the first girl pr- protagonist that we got other than mm. you know 1.5 but you know who cares that about 1.5 count that doesn't count 
And it just, it, uh, like it was, like we said, it was like a soft reset. So we felt like, oh, maybe they're going to do things a little differently. Because one and two. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. And they sure did until, you know, they did the, you know, double kill in chapter three and some other very similar then, yeah, things. Yeah. V3 just to did, do. was just chock full of uh, references to the first, the first two. game. Yeah. Doing yeah, things so. the mm-hmm. same way again. Mm-hmm. But that first chapter felt so original and it, set the tone and the story right like there's there was a lot yeah. of implications of what happened that day that was very prevalent to the end continue game. being an important uh, yeah. yeah things that happened in that chapter will continue being important throughout the the rest of the game and sh- especially yeah. for shuichi's character uh, mm-hmm. carrying kaede's death with him yeah and um and rontaro too because he oh yeah uh, yep. he, he took died that chapter with them and took all the secrets with them and <laughs> yeah. just the, those three in general which i think when we were playing we all were like well except for you lance because you already knew but when me and, when me and plinchy were first experiencing it we're like okay these three are like these are gu- our guys right like we felt right, it the, the trio this the is Naruto, the trio Sasuke and sakura mm-hmm. yeah rantaro rantaro god Kaido, yeah fucking was the killer and then here comes kaito and, and maki to fill in Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Suichi. Yeah, Did you guys suspect in... Kaito and Maki would be the would no. form the trio with Suichi? No. no, no. I think when it finally happened, I don't remember when, but it definitely took a while because after Kaede dies, Shuichi eases into making like friends with everyone. But mm-hmm. once they started working out together, I was like, Whoa. yeah, those workout <laughs> scenes were <laughs> so happening? good. Yeah, at forming that bond sure. between them, I love mm-hmm. those scenes. But yeah, I mean, everything pointed to Rontaro and Kaede because Kaede was working with us. Rontaro had all the secrets, right? So he could have been like the really like uh-huh. bad guy I, I character, but things. we kept him close. Telling. Yeah, like kind of kind of Sasuke-ish, right? Kind of standoffish, mm-hmm. but he was really still very proper in front of us. So it's kind of like, oh, I, I'm going to get closer to this guy because he has yeah. all the secrets that I want to yep. know and everything disappeared from that. So uh, yeah, ch- chapter one. I think by far best written chapter and uh, best way to start off a Danganronpa game. The trial uh, too was really great. I liked how you had uh, to change your way of looking at the the murder for this trial because it was the murderer telling the telling it from her POV. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. That was a trip, I guess so. seeing the main character switch because Shuichi, Kaede's like, you know it, say it, who's the killer? And you're yeah. like, wait, uh, wait, what, are you what the fuck? Trying to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad we figured out that bowling ball thing by accident. Yeah, I was actually, I was shocked when I, when you said that as a joke, I was like, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Kaidi's gonna put something up there and kill someone. <laughs> and I'm like, <gasps> yep. yeah, yeah. I, I I love finding out about that after the fact. Every time I like rewatch those videos, I'm just like, I kind of want to relive some moments. And I'm just like, yeah, look, she's up there. She's setting up all the books so the bowling ball can go through the vent and kill I didn't someone. Say anything. Yeah, and, and we're all laughing. You, you were so quiet, and I, you were like talkative, like the the whole like yeah. front half of that episode. The whole time, just, but that oh. like a whole minute, I was silent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you even commented on the YouTube channel like Lance profusely sweating at this 
timestamp. And I was like, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny looking back at it. I am um, bummed that yeah. Kaede didn't stay the protagonist. So I think she would have been probably like a pretty traditional great. protagonist. But uh, you know, it would have been fun to have the POV of a, a female protag. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we got her scenes at the end, end game, where we would do like all her social links. And yeah, see what kind her, of bonds her she love scenes. Made. Yeah, it just, man, she was such a great character. I would have loved to I see. I liked her interactions um, been. that we got to see with all the other characters. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Miu she, is really a, a, yeah. like a prominent one because I had to voice Saggy Miu, tits. but <laughs> I like their banter. Mm-hmm. Even though they have like the one. same size tits. Yep. You know? they're, you have they're almost like sisters. Fine. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. She could like interact with Miu differently because she's much more sassy than Shuichi and a girl. So she could give it right back to Miu. Yeah. Oh, Kaede would have been so sweet to Gonta. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, Gonta would be a great gentleman to her. <laughs> oh, God. What if Kaede was the one who um, was in, like, Chapter 5 and had to decide between Kokichi or Kaito? Oh, that so, yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. Like, her sense of justice was very different to Suichi. So... Mm-hmm. I felt like her decisions kind of might have been more like forceful Stern. and straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. being like, this is it. I, I choose you. Where like Suichi was just like, no, we have to see all the angles and like, we got to make sure we, we choose correctly. We can't get it wrong. Or like, I just like, I don't care. I'm going for what's right in my heart kind of thing. And yeah, I already know. I kinda, the is, yeah. Yeah. I kind of want that. Cause I mean, the first couple, I mean, the first two Danganronpa games were like, when Especially you play an like amateur that. in the first one. The second one, yeah. What was up with um, Hinata? Because he was uh, well, because he he had no memory. Yeah, that's right. So he was just kind of wishy washy because he just couldn't remember anything. But he was he was so reliable that everyone was like, "I can't solve nothing. You gotta solve it." So, <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking Dogarobu two with the trip. But it'd be nice. It'd be nice not have to be. Having to choose we everything need to and have to. We need to start yeah. that game. <laughs> I think We've we tried to it. start it twice now. I know. I think. I think at this point we just gotta maybe just go with the three of us and just fucking go. Just play it and not even like every. I mean, we can every Saturday if it's funny, but like just play it just to play it because I think it's just that good of a game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plenty. I, I think you definitely gotta see. V2, because I think that was like the penultimate version. Even though V3 did some good quality of life stuff, I think I think I think two was uh the best one. The 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 mini game at the end to like get everyone's uh shit uh was pretty fun. Yeah. That I forgot. Yeah, what, I, I think I like uh, what call that. the the ending of two the most. Sorry, we shouldn't spoil it for <laughs> Yeah, there's you'll no see even, someday. There's no idea what we're okay. talking about. But back to the chapters. Okay. Um, uh, I, I think, think Miu's death is pretty good as well. I think that oh. virtual world chapter was really good. I think I, I actually like chapter sad. three uh, as my second. Because I think Tanko's death hurt a lot more than Gonta being the killer. Like, it, that was sad, but I think I liked uh, the spookiness of... Uh, like yeah, Kirk we had Hughes. the seance. Oh, the first time yeah. I played that, I was actually creeped out. I was like, 
Yeah, I was about to happen. I had the fucking heebie-jeebies the whole time you were playing that oh, wow. chapter. And once we got to the part where <laughs> the the sickle like inserted into Tanko's neck, my heart broke. Yeah, like, you could Puck. when there was like the in the text box it goes shink, oh, and then they just continue so. on and like uh, yeah. What Fuck, just happened? <laughs> she's in a stupid fucking like turtle, turtle position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it just hurts so much. Knowing I guess so. That, For me, it's like... Me is a Gunta, fucking shithead. No, no, but Gonta killed Miyu <laughs> for the wrong reasons because he was tricked, right? By yeah. Kokichi. Yes. And that feels horrible that someone yeah, gone to such forced to kill against his will yeah he's probably like the sweetest innocent character we had on Ropa. so the fact that he was the killer and he had to i mean killing me was like whatever she was dumb she fucked up anyway <laughs> i'm um, sorry like, yeah. Mew was gonna die one way or another but yeah that said but, i love Mew. i think she's such a fun but, stupid character yeah, yeah but she was I, made to die yeah i, I still remember her dead body on the sled and then she like slid down and just <laughs> rammed against the wall. I fucking love that. Her body just fucking flips over. Yeah, it is right. <laughs> I loved Funny. being able to see the toilet paper while you we were in the virtual world and being like, holy shit, uh, someone's going to die from getting a uh, Oh, the toilet choked. paper. That's right. And someone did. Because one of the it. rules was that items can't break and we're like, well, yeah, toilet, paper, toilet paper can't break. A D&D player has that kind of level of attention to detail to be like, <laughs> Oh, well, the DM said that's so obviously it's going to be the murder. <laughs> I can use that against each possibility. other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel bad for Gonta. And Gonta's like death scene, the fucking uh, bees and the, shit. Because yeah, he likes bugs. And yeah, the bugs. Oh, man. I, like, every time I see Gonta getting killed, I was like, oh, he didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. He didn't and he deserve this one the bit. whole time, too. It was sad. <laughs> he was trying yeah. to lie during the trials and he was he was really trying his best thinking that he was saving everyone. He was saving you. But he didn't. And that's a good that's ended. argument. Yeah. Just so, going to Craig Keo is just like I'm crazy. <laughs> like Yeah, but Lance got to role play with himself and like love his sister. <laughs> We'd never I'm get not, that in real well, life. I'm trying to I need, I'm trying to stay away we need from to that. Add some context to that before you say that. No, nah, we're okay. I, I loved uh, we were just talking about I love characters. They're just assholes. And I really like Corkio. Um, I wish she didn't already look like an asshole, so it was a bit of a surprise. But I just love how yeah. fucking twisted he was. He yeah. does look like, like a sister lover. You, like honestly, yeah, you would be the one who's the sister lover when you corky. Yeah, I do have to say, you know, when we were looking at the cast at the first time, like the first two, I remember when me and Lance played the first two. You always ask me before we get started. Look at the cast. Who do you think mm. is a killer? bad? And who, yeah, who mm. do you think is good? And I, I kind of got for the majority of it, but I think V three was a little bit harder, other than Corey Keo as the <laughs> as the killer. I think they yeah. really try to make it not as obvious. Uh, be Kaidi being the killer, Prime yeah. Minister girl being the killer, Gonto being the killer. Yeah. You know. I think V3 uh, had that benefit of having two other games come before it so they know how to oh, like, yeah. undermine the audience's expectations better. Oh, yeah. yeah we talked for about sure. that a lot while we were playing. I, I would listen to Peter and Lance, or mostly Peter, like, oh, they did this in V1, V2. They did this, they did that. Mm-hmm. And it would kind of happen. And so you, we already were like one step in, oh, this is going to happen. And then 
yeah. something completely not like but oh wow they change it they change how the dare you use my knowledge against me yeah, yeah i hate that i fucking hate that shit that. so it's like the double death uh scenario the, they always yeah. do that in every game uh but they did a little bit differently with tenko and uh angie and i was just like oh man this is you fuckers because <laughs> the double death you know. always happens off screen normally and then the protagonist oh, it happened stumbles while... upon it but, but we were there yeah, this time we, we actually yeah, in the dark. were in we the presence of it. We you yeah. helped. Uh. We helped. Yeah. God we were a part it. of all of it. So uh yeah. <sighs> I still remember that chapter during the trial. And then they were asking who was underneath the cage, and I just couldn't Oh yeah. Choose. Oh. I chose everyone except Tenko because yeah, I was like, you it can't be Tenko. Had some kind I had of such brain a fart. Huge brain fart moment. I was like, it's not Tinko underneath there, right? It's, it's like you else. read the question, but then you thought it was something else. I thought it was like, trying to fool me. There was a deeper me. meaning. Yeah. Like yeah. Chess with yourself or something. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> Plats and and I was just, like, it's no, Tinko's too obvious. It must be Yumiko, right? <laughs> it's like, why? Like, who was the like, killer? Like, Someone else was hiding in the basket or something, but no, it's just oh, who dies. Tinko, <laughs> <laughs> Tinko yeah. was outside the basket, right? <laughs> 4D chess when they were just playing like fucking no, no, uh, tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the actual brain dead question. <laughs> yeah, it was Tangle. <laughs> but so uh, two, you know what? chapter four? Chapter four, or chapter two, or chapter three. One, one of the two. I'm okay with either one. I think we both made some pretty good points. I actually really like chapter. Yeah. I think I like three because. Okay, so the first time I. I saw that. I was really impressed with it. Um, with how they were able to twist up the double death. Chapter four, I, I feel like um, it was a virtual world and the logic of the virtual world made it less uh, obvious. It, I think it took away like the realism of, well, obviously, but uh, <laughs> like just a, I think there's a, a better drama to be had when people are confined by real life physics versus uh that's true yeah being able but to it was mew yeah but it was mew so like the way they did it for her made sense yeah right? like i can't, her I can't imagine mew death. trying to set up in real life because her robots yeah. and shit that she made in real life wasn't always like a plus it wasn't always that mm -hmm. great you know and i felt like she would fucked up in real life but in virtual world you know she's what king, about the or she's queen she sets the, the rules what about the Auto eye drop applying contact lenses. <laughs> was oh, that yeah. a thing? Yeah, that was one of her inventions. She was so proud of, like, I don't have time to apply eye drops to my eyes, so my contacts just kind of squeeze out <laughs> eye drops for me. Stupid. Well, she was great. You should rewatch her, um, her conversations. <laughs> I just rewatched the whole series at that point. Let's just play it again. I think chapter three is okay. We'll go with chapter my three, favorite over number four, just because the whole vibes. The whole creepiness, the plan. I to me, the virtual world was very obvious. Aside from like Gonta being the killer, because that was obviously something that was hidden until you like put the pieces yeah. together and were like, "Oh, Gonta was right next to the toilet paper, the murder weapon." Other than that, it was like <laughs> I kind of had like the pieces already like laid out. That's true. It, it was very obvious that Miu was mm -hmm. was planning was, something. Yeah. But then she they she, did, she didn't she didn't make it 
that. Oh my uh, god! And then Sumugi, she like sees what happened, but then she lies to Shuichi or something, and that was super like. I, don't, I can't remember what happened, but you're in the you're in the room, and she sees Probably. something go by the window or something, and she lies to Shuichi, and you're like, "Why you lie, bitch? <laughs> Why you always?" And then lie. she gets away with it. I mean, she gets away. She got away with like the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Whole game, so, really? Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay, so seems like we're in agreement. One, three, four for the first three. I think two is my What's least the favorite. And two. As much as I, yeah, it kind of sucks to say that because I love Rioma. Uh, I'm probably the only person who does love Rioma, honestly. <laughs> but uh, it number two was like the only I feel like straightforward chapter where it was mm. just mm-hmm. straight up. There's a killer. Here's her motive. It's very simple. Uh, she wants to yeah. get out. The end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's a, she's a prime minister. Lie. That's bullshit. So her but her need yeah. to get out is much more her need was serious so than yeah, anyone it's else. A greater need than the others. <laughs> her, so she must kill. Her death scene though, Kurumi's uh, death scene oh. was very cool. I thought the fact that she like climbed up the rope and then saw the opening and like this is it, but it was just a piece of paper drawing, a crayon drawing, yeah, Yeah, and then realizing that she's never gonna get out and giving her that hope and then taking it away from her was just it was a really like emotional, like actual Japan, Mm -hmm. Japan seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and then someone just cutting the rope and them falling down into the pit of despair. If we are ranking executions, that one probably be my top. Uh, I really like that one. Again, I still go with Kaede because they made her play the piano as with her body. That was a pretty brutal one. Like they strung her up like a fucking doll. I was like, Ugh! Kaede, no, yeah, my love. I don't like that. <laughs> Kaede! That was like, like they're brutal. doesn't mean I like it. So. Yeah, that made my heart hurt to see them do that at Kaede. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I definitely agree too. Two is probably the most simple one. Uh, and I just don't really care for uh, Kurumi and Ryoma, really. I think I hate Ryoma just because he besmudges the name of Prince of Tennis for me. Yeah. At least he doesn't ride a horse while playing tennis. It was just a big it's, Prince of Tennis joke. <laughs> was his character. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate it. It <laughs> fucking kills me inside. Ryoma, but uh, with a different face and body. Yeah, absolutely. And voice. Still, you know, and it's still face. kind of the same size. Ryoma's kind of short in Prince of Tennis. Not that short, but you know, shorter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I think I'm okay with this. Chapter five, Kokichi's uh, whole plan and shtick was kind of uh, overly complicated. Yeah, it was, to say the least, it was definitely it was. the most complicated. But that doesn't necessarily mean it was a good mystery either, I feel like. Yeah. Because it was so obvious they were trying to do the whole Kokichi's bad, but he's actually good. He just doesn't know how to show it. But then they did it in such a overexerted plot line and him being all weird and shit. And yeah. It was like a tennis. Try to do that metagaming thing. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, you know he's like this. (laughs) But now we're gonna make you question yourself on whether Mm -hmm. you think he's actually whatever. Yeah. Just this back and forth. Uh Chapter five, I the scene that I keep thinking about the most or that I liked was uh, watching Shuichi or what? What? What's Robot Boy's name again? Uh, Kibo. Um, Kibo. Kibo. Yeah. Fucking hope. K one B O. 
let's test it. I'm a living thing. Like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. The oh, he was really the funny thing. that chapter. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was really so convinced. And Shuichi doesn't want to be a dick and be like, no, you're going to. I mean, he did. You're going to get hurt. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm living. Yeah. I'll get detected. And yeah, just seeing the shitty, it's not animation, but the the sliding of the the pressure, the the hydraulic press, and she yeah. being like, oh god, and then keep just, just I just like out. keep rolling, yeah, rolling out. That was very really great. Yeah, I think even though it's overcomplicated, the the Kokichi Kaito alliance, I thought that was oh, like, yeah. that was super cool to have. Yeah, it, it, it made me like, I was on the fence with Kaito. I think I only liked them because Lance was giving him silly lines throughout the game. <laughs> and then, like, maybe, like, the few moments that we were, like, working out. But I was kind of, like, whatever with Kaito. But that moment mm-hmm. of him and Kokichi just trying to break the game mm-hmm. uh, by doing, like, this confusing, like, who who did it kind of thing with just the two of them. And he was in the suit, and they were, like... I, I give him all the respect in the world. Like, he he was an idiot. But he committed. He, he committed to try to break the game and not try to break his friends and uh, i was just yeah. like that's really cool and then his death scene was probably like the probably one of the most emotional uh ones in the duncan ropa series just the fact that he defied everything that is duncan mm-hmm. ropa uh and essentially died before uh Mon- monokuma killed him and my maki liked him oh yeah <laughs> oh when maki <laughs> cried oh man yeah, yeah maki crying was that was really that hurt. hurt they did it was because they build up the relationships between Maki and Kaito. And also, Kaito and Kokichi had like such a fierce rivalry the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, since the beginning. I didn't see that end for both of them, that they would die working together. I think it was, what, chapter three or four when like Suichi was like agreeing with Kokichi more than Kaito. Yeah. They and you can start seeing that slow that rift between yeah, him and Kaito, between. that Kokichi was coming yeah. between them. And that was yeah. also like the same time Kaito was getting more and more sick. So, sick, so it's just yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like a constant, uh, like just bad thing after bad thing for us. And I'm pretty uh, sure we made jokes about Shuichi cheating on Kaito, and then we're like, "Oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah, Kaito's so tragic. Yeah. He's gonna die." And Shuichi's fucking yeah. making out with Kokichi over here while Kaito's like, "Bro, I'm oh yeah, absolutely." Have cancer. I, 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 I love making out with myself. I'm dying, Shuichi. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> like Kaito, just say, just that. say. Uh, okay, are we all good with this list? I feel like we can talk about Tango with Yeah, we should do day. this again. Yeah, I'm down. Well, hopefully by next time we play Dunga Ropa two, and then we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunga Ropa yeah, two. We'll yeah, definitely sure. do that. We'll definitely. <laughs> we'll do another fifty episodes for Dunga Ropa two. Let's go. <laughs> Yay. Although I do think V3 is actually way longer than any other game. Oh, okay. I think every game gets a little bit longer. Like if I had to guesstimate, probably 40 for two and then you know what? even 30 for one. I, I want to say, yeah, chap- the final chapter of V3 was, was fucking long. A marathon. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that. There was a I timer was and like. <laughs> yeah but there was a lot was. of dialogue they were dropping a lot of uh junko shit and everything like that at the very yeah. end they were just regurgitating so everything fucking. you had to relearn about rontaro and be like yeah this fucking oh, yeah, died Ron chapter Taro, one yeah. fuck you that whole character in that chapter 
redo yeah. chapter one trial and everything. Yeah, that one felt forever. Yeah, but maybe we should just play one. One was so straightforward and bullshit that like I felt like I could have done all that in like one playthrough. Well, I didn't I even need like to do all the social one links. One was so simple that <sighs> after you play V three and how complicated and complex the <laughs> characters and stories are, you go to one, it's just like disgusting. Yeah, it's it's just it's like happy tree friends level of like murdering dude, people. <laughs> dude, I think hmm. to this day, I don't think we ever did all the social links on v- on Danganronpa one because it was so bullshit. Yeah, no, because getting coins and shit like that was fucking horrendous. Oh in, in god, the quality 1. of life has improved so vastly over every game. That's so much <laughs> easier getting. There the, was no fast travel links. in Danganronpa one. Oh, you had to. I had, yeah, to, had to walk oh. everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> the camera. I remember sucked. watching you getting lost. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. And the map would show like where each kid was. So then if I was honing in on the kid to do a social link, I can just go straight there. Dog and Robo one didn't have that. No, I had to, to look, look for them. It was a every single time. <laughs> but I was like opening was every door. Fucking... I'm like, are you here? Are you here? Where the fuck is everyone? <laughs> I don't even want to talk to fat kid, but I got to find him, man. Because I need to do that social <laughs> link with them. I think I I progressed the fat kid social link more because I just kept finding him. I was like, "Fuck it!" I don't yeah, he was actually he was more predictable to find everyone else. Is like, yeah. I just feel like being in the boiler room today. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I want yeah. to be in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, looks like we're in agreement for the best chapters in Dagger V three. So here are your rankings: coming in at fifth place, chapter two; fourth place, chapter five. Third place, chapter four, second place, chapter three, and then first place, chapter one. So if you play Dog and Ropa or you finish watching our Dog and Ropa uh, playthrough, mm-hmm. uh, let us know down below uh, if you agree with our rankings. If you got uh, for, massively uh, spoiled by this talk, shock. leave a comment too. I'm sorry. I'm not but sorry. But not sorry? Yeah, not That's really kind of on you. Yeah. We said spoiler before all this. We did say that. So cool <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> great. Got that, that out of the way good talk uh let's move on to the meat of our show the anime ranking board for the summer 2022 season uh before the season started like always we watch all the trailers for all the shows uh we handpick six animes this season because four of them was going to be a little bit special we each chose an anime uh to infuse into the top 10 to see is the summer season's anime or our our anime choices will reign supreme uh, at the end of the season. Uh, of course, as always, where the fuck is my thing? Uh, of course, as always, we do the bottom half of the board first. Uh, I'll read all the grades for the bottom five. Put 20 minutes on the clock, and then we will discuss anything uh, down on that bottom half. So let's get started. Got all 10 animes in now. All of them had a show or had an episode this week, so uh, we're back to full power on this top 10. Starting at 10th place, The Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2 with a total of 16 points. Uh, the grades, C from Avery, Ds from Lance and Plinchy, and then an F from myself. Uh, Engage Kiss comes in at ninth place with 28 points. The grades, C from Avery, C- minus from Plinchy, D- plus from myself, and then a B from Lance. Uh, Call of the Night comes in at eight, eighth place for 46 points. Grades, B plus from uh, Avery, B for myself, A from Plinchy, and then A minus from Lance. Uh, Parallel War Pharmacy barely beats out Call of the Night by one point for 47, and that seventh place spot. The grades, 
A's from Avery and Plinchy, B plus from Lance, and then B from myself. And then rounding out the bottom half of the board with 49 points to Tommy Galaxy with the grades A plus from Avery, A from Lance, and then B pluses from myself and Plinchy. So there you go. That's the bottom half of the board. 20 minutes are on the clock. Let us discuss anything on this bottom half. Okay, so Call the Night shifted genres into Shonen, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. I thought that was pretty good animation for the fighting. Yeah, it was yeah. great. I, I mean, these vampires are vampires, right? Yeah, they still they have that superhuman strength. How powerful and, they are. Yeah, so there, there's a, there's that sprinkle in between where I'm just like, I know those scenes are the ones that would get you guys, but they're so far and few in between. between. And then we immediately shifted back into we went back into like this like drama with the yeah yeah with the girls having girls talk and stuff like yeah, that and, you know i was just kind of like yeah that's how it is i to me like every time i think of call of the night i think of uh Degashi, uh kashi and just the fact mm-hmm. that like this story and the lines that are written in call of the night is like light years ahead of what the you know what his previous work was like oh, previous this, work the was just like fucking story, clearly yeah it's just like you know candy and sex jokes and you know just like silly uh storyline that there wasn't really a storyline it was just cross you know, eyes yeah well i mean they always have characters cross <laughs> eyes um but like call of the night just like it's just so much more impactful and the way they're writing and the way their lines are even these like the girl talk that they had this is like weird like realistic idea that these girls are like oh this is the kind of pickup line that i would use to get a guy oh no this is the kind of pickup line i would use and they were like trying to like self-analyze each other and how they will pick up a guy because that's what they do as vampires right they're trying to pick up uh people to become part of their their legion and you know pick up uh and bite them or just suck blood and kill after that's apparently the other option yeah so i I thought that was just like really interesting to see like like a vampire society in a modern time yeah i I thought that was never really explored very well because vampires are always like old school or they just had to like hide away or Or they're they're just like twilight yeah and they're just you know adapted so quickly that they're just normal very pale people that people can't tell they're vampires oh uh, sorry Washington. apparently <laughs> yeah potato potato <laughs> same thing yeah same thing up there up there in the corner somewhere uh but yeah uh, i i feel like this is probably the only time i'll get you guys to actually like call the night and then we're just gonna dip down Hey, don't back spoil to, it, man. Give me hope that they're reality. actually gonna keep fighting because <laughs> I think I think there will be more drama and mm. more like ideas like clashing with each other. But for the most part, season one, even in the manga, it was very slow starting. And I, it depends if they introduce a certain character in the season one. If they do, then all bets are off because this one character really shifted everyone's relationship uh very heavily but i don't think she'll be in season one just because of how slow we've been going with 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 the season like i thought we'll see these girls maybe like episode three or four like i thought we're gonna see them very early we're already on episode Mm -hmm. six or seven already so yeah pretty deep in um yeah so and the one character that i'm talking about for all you manga fans out there, I'm pretty sure you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, she covers like a whole arc 
all on her own. Like she has her own big problems uh, with some of these vampires and uh, and Cole himself. So it's just kind of like can't fit that in like two, three episodes. That that that's like a whole nother season right there. So I think Call of the Night will get a season two, and I think that's when you guys are like, okay, this is a lot more interesting, a lot more dramatic. Is that too day to day and uh, uh, just run in the mill kind of thing? So because this is very very popular, Call of the Night hit number one on. Uh, anime corner this week and uh, i think it has an eight eight point zero seven on my anime list uh so fairly highly rated for uh this season i like the subtle prude shaming culture they have in vampires vampire culture i think that's very interesting yeah yo you're not making more vampires dang yeah. you're not Damn getting range. all the boys in your yard what are you You're doing? You're not flaunting your milkshakes. <laughs> Very I think different. Yeah, I think this episode for me made me like the uh main couple more, like as an idea. Cause it was pretty I wanna say just cute, but yeah. now that uh seeing them react, uh I think the biggest thing that keeps me from liking it more is the fact that the boy is a middle schooler. So just to me it's like it's a bit young, you know, but that's how it is but in anime. 14, but he's 14, so but that's kind of okay. He could one day be a thousand-year-old, 14-year-old. Exactly. Yeah, and at that point, age doesn't really matter. But I do think that the writing uh, for him as a character and the things that he thinks about are pretty like, okay, yeah, yeah, I believe he's a middle schooler. I just wish he yeah. wasn't. But it's still a good story. And um, I forget Aqua. I don't remember the vampire's Nanakusa. name. Nanakusa. Nanakusa, Nanakusa yeah she's pretty cute I do love a yep. bashful girl so that's great yeah that it just the the whole girls talk pretty much shows like oh yeah these guys are probably in the most pure relationship even though it's the weirdest relationship you've probably uh, seen in a while where it's just like I want you yeah. to make me a vampire so I gotta fall in love with you it's like of course it's an anime weird hook and it doesn't feel pure, but when you compare it to all the other vampires and how they do things, it's like, okay. They're just falling in love with each other, really, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then when, when when he becomes a vampire, that's basically saying, let's get married. Oh, let's be together for the rest of our life kind of totally thing. totally right. This is totally just a rom-com hook. What happened yeah, to the it's just a rom-com hook. It's like, my dad's a police officer and your dad's a Yakuza gang leader. And, they, and then we got boof. Well, Otherwise, it'll be chaos in Tokyo. I mean, we have my my stepmother's daughter is my ex. You're right. There is still good. There really is <laughs> still, still good there. anime out there. Yeah, don't give They're up. Still friends. there. Yeah. I was switched at birth, and now the fam my my birth family wants me to marry the, the other my baby. family's birth daughter. Whatever, but there's very but suspicious. The dad like dad secretly swapped them because he wanted because this. I don't he know. He wanted this like 3D chest. I, every time we watch harem animes, and I know for the we power, it's not a lot, but we as a collective know of if we put our minds together, we know a lot. I think we should make not a not an anime, but like just a visual novel making fun of harem. Oh, like I, I mean, I think me and Lance actually talked about this I before, mean, yeah, where like we wanted to like. Theoretical. Okay, novel. Let's get it on paper. I can code that shit. Yeah, because visual novels it's probably the uh, easiest game we can ever let's make. Start no, with it literally uh, is, yeah. Well, let's start with the protagonist's name. What's his name? Uh Lance. You 
Hito Hito, yeah, what, something like <laughs> you person. What, <laughs> and what, then the girl's name is probably like I, and then last name is Rabu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i i love I you has a terminal illness that her heart will stop beating <laughs> if she's not in love at all times and you you are the cure there's actually, <laughs> there's actually a manga like that there's actually a manga like that oh no what is it called? I remember you talking about that. Is here. It, is it called like one hundred? You give me whatever plot you want to do for your harem. I can probably find you the manga that already has done it. Oh no. Okay, and then and then so. there's the the transfer student girl who also has a medical condition. It's if she's not in love, she turns into a werewolf. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've seen that wait, one. That, that, wait, one wait. that one's Let's good. Let's write that down. No, that's okay. not. Let's move on. <laughs> and she kills people. And she must be in love. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anything else on this bottom half? Halfway through. Oh, God, we only talked about um, Call of the Night. <laughs> yeah. Mao-sama. Trash. Just absolutely. I can't remember what happened. Yeah, I I watched the whole thing, and I honestly God, can't remember a single thing that happened. Just the fucking bird, dude. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, yeah. And then the, the bird, twist. Dude, and then the twist was the fucking... The, the person the they've been helping out is the actual yeah. god that is trying that to shit? stop Why is everyone got to be Dude, the supernatural? the whole scene about the whole beach interaction and maintaining the store just feels like a total waste. And I, I get that it was filler, but I feel... No, no, it wasn't filler because it was the plot. Because yeah. she yeah. tricked them into coming so she had them alone so then she can attack them. No, it was a waste of fucking time because yeah, just no one cares that, that that beach house is good. We now. spent oh, no, way I, too much time there. For us, it's a filler, but for them, it was like we're moving the plot along slowly. They didn't even have to do that. They were just being cheap. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I, I know. feel like, but they did. It yeah, anyway. let's not talk about it anymore. It's yeah. trash. The show is unsalvageable so at this point. I feel like I feel like a disappointed father. Yeah. Yeah. This used to must be, be so good when you were a kid. What happened? What happened to you? <laughs> this must be how I felt in Promised Neverland season two. You had so much I'm potential. Did I not love you enough? That's okay. Me and Lance, we don't really have dads, so it's okay. We didn't really have that kind of talk. <laughs> they were gone way before then. All for me, anyway. Wow, I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's just unsolidable. <laughs> Engage Kiss is kind of getting to that ballpark too. Just, I think we peaked with Engage Kiss. Yeah, somewhere well, in the they, beginning. Those early episodes. Well, it's we just peaked. like I'll the idea. Oh, sorry. You know, you go ahead. You probably have a better I, shot than I do. I just think we peaked when uh, I think it was episode one or episode two <laughs> when when Kisara when and the blue-haired girl came. are fighting with each other and they're like trying to kill each other, but they're killing like the monsters. I think that's uh, what yeah, it was that like. Kind of nice. Fucking okay. wow, that's great. Yeah. And then we at least A1 more pictures about the has the fight girl. scenes. It went wow. down when we got to know the characters more. Yeah. yeah. And when then the nun being in the mecha demon suit fucker. was just... I hate a this. Tentacle. Oh, that was mecha suit. Stupid. I wish I was there last week because that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just... I just... Why? Why? Here's this the, whole storyline is so bad. holy weapon is a fucking mecha suit that shoots tentacles yeah. so we can have the tentacle fan service because obviously... <laughs> and 
it wasn't even like highly secured. It was just in a port area in a warehouse that she just yeah. broke into with one guy guarding the door, I think. I mean, they even explained extensively explained how easy it was for her to break in because the church was just so good at planning it out that they made it easy for her. But yeah, that doesn't make it cool, good or cool. Or makes sense. Just that's like yeah. saying magic works because magic. Yeah. Duh, <laughs> stupid. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That magic works. Just magic. Yeah. Just cause. Yeah. But why? Right. Like, where does it come from? It just does. I think the church yeah. girl is like the most disappointing character of all. Even more I know, than No, I think hair. we hide. <laughs> yeah. She's just kind of I mean, there. <laughs> She's She didn't have any relevance to the plot, and she was just. I had. I, I just had fucked sex him with once. You. Yeah, yeah, I think with her attitude and the way that she comes up, she's like, you don't remember me? And then she's all, that was great. And then mm -hmm. she became more apparent and was like, it's kind of too much. Like, I think everyone's thirsting too hard for Shu and that really takes it away from me. But I, I think that's the point of this show. I still thirst for him. So, like, thirst worthy. <laughs> I mean... I mean, God, just, the way he just know. blows his money on cigarettes and gambling is just, oh, how can just, you not? Everyone loves a bad boy, right? I don't mm -hmm. fucking know. I don't fucking know. I can make him blow everything. his money on me. <laughs> don't we feel that way with like a lot of like horror male protagonists where it's just like, they just have really bad qualities, but all the girls are just like, but underneath that, there's a sweet, gentle this man that This guy's actually loves a toxic me. bastard though. <laughs> like, oh no, absolutely. I relate to that. That's me. That's why I like this anime. Oh, like he saw her last week character. and just be like, "Yeah, I'm okay with that because I he's real with me. He's honest." I'm like, "Yeah, these these girls yeah. cannot see yeah. through their rose colored glasses and all the red flags of just like it's like well, they're so desperate like they're not gonna get bit, another guy." Yeah, I think Isara is more um, because she's not technically human. I mean, we don't know her full backstory. She's right. a demon, demon bound. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so her, I would say that it makes sense that her yeah. thought process of love and it's romance not. is skewed to whatever, whatever the fuck. Whatever demon But blue-haired girl, you have no fucking excuse. You are educated. You have a CEO mother. And oh my you're God, just you had stupid. sex with him and oh then you God. knew that, this, no, no, that the memory was going to be gone. disappointed with me. <laughs> and you still uh, came yeah. to clean his apartment afterwards. Like she knew that that was going to happen and she still chose to do it. I guess that's, that's just that's like the hurts. fantasy, right? I will never love this woman, but she wants to have sex with me. That's hot. And I can still be that's a as far as I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. That I, someone being as shitty as a person, not successful. I mean, she was technically successful, but he's really not. Um, no. And being, I don't think I guess being successful so. is just eating um, fucking beans in the... String cabbage, and cabbage, and well, he gets beans. to kiss girls and fight demons yeah, and so earn money and have sex uh, with them. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good all point. for the sake of his sister that he can oh, probably that, have sex with. That I think. So don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that might be the ending. Detective we might get this This episode. Who? Oh yeah, the detective died. The one that oh, we yeah, so sure the was fucking, important. The Which fucking I black guy was evil it. and he oh. betrayed him. Yeah. That, that was like the big plot twist. That was like cool. Wow. That's yeah, thanks for showing dude. us. Not him. He's the best. Not, he was our best friend from episode two. God, I'll never forget 
what's his name? He was the best. Yeah. What a solid Rest guy. <laughs> solid guy. Hey, yeah. blue hair girl Rest shot her dress open. Guy. Cool. Okay, last last couple minutes. Last one minutes. Anything <laughs> else? Uh, um, Tommy Galaxy. Tommy Galaxy. Power I watched World. this episode twice, and uh, it was better the second time. It was already good the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that we have like kind of like a mini arc now, we're kind of like actually using multiple episodes to tell like a overarching story. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. I, I totally get why like Matt was saying like, oh yeah, the beginning, I wouldn't say, he didn't say like it was necessarily slow, but it's one of those like, it's hard to really get yourself rolling momentum wise into because yeah. it's so like this. Okay, now this. Okay, now this. And it's like, it whiplashes you. But now it's like, it's we're focusing on something. Because the yeah. further we go, I kept thinking like it would just begin uh, we just have like the same scenario over and over again, but you know, with a little bit different twists to them. But right. uh, I gotta say, every episode, um, the main character gets worse. Like he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't sure. think he's ever been this low <laughs> with this episode. I expect him to get even worse next episode. Yeah, it, it's just I the like fact how... that he keeps redoing, and the mentality is weighing yeah. on him, right? Like even if oh. he doesn't know what's happening subconsciously it's like weighing down on him that he is regressing further and further from the ideal person he wanted to be that's what it feels like because every time they're just like oh i spent two years doing this it used to be like very positive things right like oh i spent two years making movies i spent two years doing the bicycle club to try to like get in better shape and blah 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 it was all like positive self-improvement groups Mm -hmm. and then then he did the uh, the MLMB group, and then now he just wasting his fucking time for the the the, the two years doing well, God knows what, and now he has to watch just, a doll. Yeah. You know, like he's just yeah. This is down the drain. his rock bottom. I can't imagine it getting worse, but I liked how uh, I'm about to buy a unhinged. Doll. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. What? <laughs> No, not, not not in this house. You're not. <laughs> I was uh, up at the shrine in the where uh, Lemmy Wings is. <laughs> the what? What's up with this shrine that's where Lenny Wings used to be? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Just a yeah, curtain. Oh, I liked how um the grandma shows up, the fortune teller, the way that she does, and how uh disjointed the formula feels now because yeah. we got so used to this happens this happens then he sees uh, a- akari Akashi, uh, and then she rewind but now fucking fortune teller shows up forcefully in a place where she wouldn't she shouldn't she's fucking taking the money she's always been uh fourth wally or omnipotent mm-hmm. just yeah. like um all the other or the two other characters big chin and ozu Bitch. but she just fucking drives away while sitting and i'm like oh. yeah i i can't tell what's real anymore and what's a metaphor this is obviously quote real yeah. and it's supposed to be jarring and then at the end uh watashi is just like he talks to himself and he's like rewind do again so he's becoming more because it feels like it's the reality is breaking he's yeah breaking that wall yeah, it really feels like grandma is kind of like the toll, right? Like the toll booth. Like he has to make a payment every time he's going through <laughs> these 
loops and every time he wants to break into a different reality like he has to pay the toll with the grandmother and the grandmother's just almost like like book work right it's like oh it's time for you to pay the toll this is the reality you want if you want to redo it you gotta pay me possibilities are endless you're fine there blah 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 i don't care like just give me the money kind of thing and he has to pay for it kind of thing so i have a feeling sooner or later it'll be more than just money that you have to pay the grandma to rewind again like maybe he gets so close to actually achieving what he wanted but still fucked up at the end he's like oh i could i i, I could do this again it's, it's possible now i know how to do it and he he has to pay more than just money now uh, so you think to, grandma to get to that point. is the toll the toll boat rower between life and death ozu is satan and then big chin is jesus <laughs> Jesus, maybe, maybe in in a sense, Buddha. yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever God you pay to. Some kind of to. metaphor going on with these like three seemingly very important characters that have some kind yeah. of fourth wall yeah. breaking potential, and they've always we always see them in every loop. So uh, I feel like I yeah, definitely something like that. It's the more I think about it, it feels like Watashi is having a dream because it's so like so. Mm, broken up especially with this episode mm-hmm. but f- what I, I can imagine him waking up and being like I learned so much through my existential crisis you know and now he's being in a coma or something oh my god why would you expect him no. to learn anything he hasn't learned anything it's been 8 episodes now that's true but he eloped with a doll and got completely shamed by a big his, loser. His own. He didn't even get. He didn't even get far with the the doll to begin. He just went under the bridge. He was about to fucking. He was about to put his dick in the doll. I, I know John oh, no, was the one who was going to go nuts. But <laughs> yeah. Johnny's just an extension it. of his own, of like, himself, of him. subconscious. Yeah. So he was going to do it. Oh, absolutely. Under a bridge yeah, in public, voice outside. By. Link well, he just couldn't hold on any longer. Was he gonna wait until he got his destination? No. Look, I'm the not judging. I'm right saying there. it was wrong. I'm just saying. Fucking <laughs> rent a low hotel or something. You don't gotta be out in public. What? Well, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just like I still can't get over the fact that the the dude. <laughs> dude. I already forget his name. The dude that owns a doll. Why yeah. the fuck, <laughs> that dude? Did you leave him with hit with Watashi? Then go out to drink with the dentist lady. Watashi shows up in front of you, challenges you to a drinking game, and then you don't think, hey, who the fuck is watching the doll right now? Why are you here? I paid you to be watching the doll, but I'm challenging you to a drink off right now. Well, he and was, then he was get totally smashed. Like wasted, right? Again, I'm not trying to justify all the that way. this guy is smart. Like obviously he's a fucking idiot, but Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All things are really it's all over the place. Yeah, I just hope next episode is even worse. <laughs> and not not worse than the like, episode's bad. I love this show. Yeah, it just like gets worse for him. Down it's worse further. for Watashi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, with that, that is the bottom half of the board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grades. Uh, and uh, let's just keep trucking along uh, with the top half of the board. It goes a little differently. Uh, we'll read each show individually and then we'll go into a little bit more in depth to give them a little bit more personal time uh, all the way to the top of the mountain for week seven so coming in at fifth place i think the lowest uh placement this show has had uh garay zero with 50 points 
uh, with the grades A plus from Avery, A's from myself and Plinchy, and then a B from Lance. Uh, so I just wrote the floor to everyone here. What you guys like? What you guys dislike about this week's episode of God A Zero? Um, I probably should have watched the episode before this, <laughs> and I still haven't. <laughs> that would have helped. <laughs> probably. Naughty, naughty. I feel like I'm missing some very serious beats here. Yeah. Um, the girls. But also at the same time. Forgiving yeah. uh, Kagura was. I didn't like that. I don't care about the girls. Why did? Yeah. Why do we have to put them on an emotional forgiveness journey? Yeah, I didn't and like that. Kagura didn't really learn anything either because she. She's still afraid she, of people. I think she's still afraid, so that didn't really help mm-hmm. her. Yeah, yeah. The the emotional trauma that they were trying to go with with Kagura, and then Yomi and her her adopted father dying. Uh, this episode as well kind of didn't really hit me. I didn't feel as much as I well, want maybe, to. Maybe last episode did they like have like an emotional impact to like foreshadow the dad's gonna die so it's show like what a great guy he is because i don't know the, the the dad talked to his brother which is may's father the the yeah the albino girl. looking girl yeah mm-hmm. and he was telling her that yomi uh is no good and blah 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 and all that stuff but never really like watch out or uh make sure you uh yeah, you better watch your back protect cause... yourself yeah someone could backstab you or anything like that but, so uh, that would never happen especially not in my yeah. clan mm-hmm. it's, it's because like may turning evil was kind of just like it just happened there was no build up to it uh, she ran into that white hair kid the white hair kid turned her and then that's it like there was no like emotional build up there was no more like oh i've been watching you this entire time i wanted to recruit you because you're so strong and i can get you on the inside it was just kind of yeah there's no moment of opportunity for- all the shit that's going on right now except yeah. for the friends of Kagura that's kind of like the only preceding storyline that you get is that she has friends uh, yeah. she can't always be with them because she has to work and then while she's working she's like oh shit there are monsters on this map and that's my school I better go check it out and just shit goes bad yeah, yeah. I guess that would be pretty upsetting if um like, I'm trying to hang out with you guys, and I find out that you're... The reason I can't hang out with you guys is We're because you're killing slayers. my teacher. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty upsetting, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, they were there, too. Like, at the scene, and they were hiding in a locker oh. while the teacher was attacking them. So, they didn't know that the nurse was attacking them. They just saw, like, this, like, parasite on her head and this monster running at them. But they hid in the locker. They can barely see anything, and then out of nowhere, Kagura comes in slices the nurse in half and then they open up the door and then they're just you just see kagura with a sword in her hand like kagura N- nurse just fucking beheaded on the floor and they're just like uh what yeah, so, yeah. this is also a population where they don't know that demons really they don't exist, know anything right? like this yeah absolutely so, so yeah kagura looks like I, a psychopath <laughs> i yeah, wish they ran it longer like it just got resolved way too easily. The fact that they were just like, Kagura's like, yeah, I just, it's in my family. Like I just, that, because that's just that what we do. Is the easy answer. Mm-hmm. And they're it's not more really like the focus. It's not important. Think, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I, when I think about, just don't mm, include it. <laughs> I don't think this is spoilery. When I think about the manga and who Kagura is, uh, this is nice that she had friends 
I think that's as much as yeah. I'll say. Like, that's nice she for had her. a level of normality to her. I guess so. Exactly, yeah. But but the fact that I know that you like you told us that like her and Yomi aren't really like focal points in the manga, it's kind of like, I, I don't know. Not, like That's not completely true. It is, uh, but this is a... Just it's complicated. It. Just I guess we just have to see. I, I really just, don't. I could. No, I'm gonna I really could. God, eh? No, I'm going to read it. No, <laughs> shut right. up. Yeah. It, it's complicated. There's a yeah, reason they why the they're made into a prequel. Yeah, no it's the build. either this episode, so I was just kind of like... Mm. Something's missing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. We had a good no kiss scene. I like that one. Nabu wishes Nabu was in this episode. Nabu, Nabu wish Nabu kissed me. <laughs> kissed Nabu. Nabu should have kissed Yomi on the phone. Mm. <laughs> Nabu should have kissed uh, the other guy that I don't, is married I don't like the to chemistry Yomi. between Yomi and what's his face. But I, I know that's on purpose. Because obviously she mercs him, I think. Mercs um, him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll see I, at the end. I don't find their romance compelling yeah it's it's all quick so we already know how it ends too Maybe. well do I we think, though do we know we didn't we really have, see him die on camera six episodes, <sighs> so do we know about it yeah i want to say things to justify how quickly things are happening in the anime but i feel like that in of itself says something to Spoil. What happens in the future? Yeah, yeah. pretty well, much. We'll see. Okay, so yeah, it's like yeah. we'll see. Soon I feel enough. like, but I do agree. Like everything is so surface level. Like the, a matter of fact, these are a couple. Uh, you know, they do a couple things, but they're a little complicated. These are friends of Kagura. You know, Kagura and Yomi have a sister relationship, but they're not blood related. But Kagura is super. <laughs> the kiss fine a lot there's no, a gay guy normal normal stuff yeah yeah afro man builds swords Haven't i mean it's just a quick either. like god i don't know if he comes back i totally forgot he existed that and is I don't... such a waste of a amazing he's just that one episode he doesn't even have I to think do he's anything. in the just manga though in the background <laughs> he was like walking on the street the and they were talking about him and they were using just b-roll of him walking on the street that episode and then he never showed up again all I ask like, is that cool. he shows up maybe in the clan <laughs> like area on all fours in the background, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, you know, probably an A Ew. at worst. <laughs> mm, okay, I don't like how you grade stuff now. <laughs> uh, I want big burly old men on all fours walking around. There's a That's lot more traits to him that you have left out, <laughs> aside from just that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list coming in at fourth place uh, with 52 points Isekai Oji-san uh, haven't had this show in our top 10 for the past Welcome couple of weeks because of uh, COVID related issues but we're all sure good we're all team, back I'm sure the team is definitely not good I'm sure they're sure all the team still is fully struggling healthy. with the after effects <laughs> for sure let's hope yeah not let's hope everyone is doing okay uh but they did come back this week uh here are the grades a pluses for myself and avery uh a from lance and then b plus from plinchy so uh, i'll just open up the floor again uh what you guys like what you guys dislike about this week's episode of isekai oji-san 
uh, it was nice actually seeing OG-san's um, harem members uh, be in the same scene with oh. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of interesting. I thought that for sure they would keep them separate because they just have, I mean, on paper, they have no chemistry with each other or any reason to interact. <laughs> but then Mabel's just so out of her fucking mind and... Elf is Elf Girl is also is, out of her mind. She's out of her mind, but also Elf Girl is was surprisingly very uh, supportive and <laughs> yeah, like, wholesome this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. And I like saw a different side of her that like she's she feels the pain she, that yeah, Mabel feels. She's not just a joke character <laughs> that is constantly suffering. She's uh she's kind of cool. Yeah, He's I a mean, good girl. Yeah, the the one thing that connects them together is is him, right? Is Oji-san. Just his actions alone, yes. they can relate to each other because he he's not he doesn't do anything special to one girl. He does the same dumb shit, uh, asshole stuff to every girl because that's just mm-hmm. who he is as a character. Mm-hmm. So they all can relate uh, in one way or another because he's so consistent as a character. So uh, I don't know. To me. Just picking up where things left off, and it didn't felt like they we had like a two week gap in between or anything like that. Yeah, just yeah. kind of it's the same old shit. Just it just keeps going. Time to go through Uncle's memories. I like yeah, how that's such a, a they're like drinking moment. coffee. They're like, oh, it's still going. Oh, yeah. what's happening? Like, oh my yeah, god, it's like guys are you know, so we're dumb. like watching uh, an anime episode with them, but the anime <laughs> yeah, watching exactly. is like Uncle's. It's like a reality show. Life. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. For sure. It's kind of nice like that the they can go back girl. and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That they they can focus on Oji-san and then, you know, the nephew and the girl. But then they can also be like, okay, but then we have but these fantasy characters. Back to the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, we haven't even seen the priest yet. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested in the priest That's girl. That's true. What's up with all these shows, uh, like, keeping the nuns, like, uh, for the late second Locked behind? Yeah. You gotta earn usually these the characters. Usually the priest girl is, like, the second or third member that joins your fucking RPG team. So, I don't understand, like, why are we waiting so long? They're the healers, right? You always get healers very early oh, in the game. Oh, can heal, you do everything. Healers. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, look at him. He gets strung up, like, a dozen <laughs> fucking times, too. Also, he I mean, was strangely handsome when he was a teenager. Yeah, he was, and that was just perfectly wrong. handsome <laughs> I don't know why for, like, the one day. When he was perfect the way yeah. he is. Um, Yeah, and I like how... <laughs> I like how his special power, the the one that God gave him, which is apparently just this Chinese operator type voice. Uh-huh. Uh, that's his God. And his power was just the power of language. He just was able to communicate. So he pretty much wasted his wasted fucking, it, yeah. his yeah. God-given talent. But the talent. God fucked up. I liked uh, the nephew's interpretation of like, oh my God, the God got the region code wrong. And yeah, took yeah. the J- Chinese translation instead of the Japanese. That was like such a like video game joke. <laughs> I yeah, it. I liked yeah. it. It's like, well, that's that's a that's really believable. funny and creative way to fuck up the main character of an isekai. Oh, absolutely. Like, so. you usually get a power. Like, what the fuck? I didn't get one. Like, actually, you did. God just fucked up. This guy's just tragically funny. Like every tragic <laughs> thing that happens to him is just and it's yet just he funny. Still overcame the odds, which I think is it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of a beautiful story of an underdog. He, mm-hmm. He's still happy in life. He still was able to find peace within himself because mm-hmm. he has the sacred Saturn. That's true. Huh. 
kind of beautiful now that I think about it. Video games is what saved them and what kept them going for 17 plus years or however long. I know you're just talking about yourself again. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, We got a tie uh, for second place. So we'll start out with a place further than the universe. Uh, 54 points goes to them. Uh, the grades, A pluses from everyone except for Lance. He is at an A minus, so pretty even across the board again. Uh, so I will open up the floor uh, to anyone that wants to get started for uh, this week's episode of A Place Further Than the Universe. I feel like everyone's giving the show A pluses every single week, but I'm always the outlier that gives it like not a perfect score. Well, I mean, I it's I would always give it an A plus anyway, just because... I chose this show. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a slow start, but for me, it's like, we're finally getting to like the nitty gritty of like actually traveling to Antarctica. So this is like the real like first episode where we actually get to see cute girls doing something, right? It was just kind of like, mm. oh, we're planning to do it or we're thinking about it or we're like right. trying to run away and do some kind of weird plan to solve it. But now we're actually on the boat and we're starting to get like, the first impressions. I, I I think the girls seeing how determined this whole group, the group of adults are, was was necessary. Right? Because yeah. it's like for them, they're in their own bubble, right? They're all in their own world where it's just like, I have my own problems, you know, like my mm-hmm. problems are more important than others. And we have to do everything to solve it. Where these adults were just like, they, you know, they're on the same boat too. You know, they had this expedition three years ago. They had the money for it, and someone died, presumably, right? In in uh, in Shrizi's mother, and then no more, no more funding, no more everything. The dream is gone. So what what was that all worth to lose someone, uh, in Antarctica? And the fact that they were they're scrapping to just make ends meet. You know, they're not buy- they can't get enough supplies for food, right? Like they, I think that mm-hmm. one uh food stand owner was just like yeah there was another boat last week they ordered like a whole couple pallets full of food and we just bought like two bags i was like that's how poor we are and like there's not enough people on the boat to help out and stuff like that so you really feel the the desperation uh on these guys and the yeah that 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 to me was just kind of like fuck this is real world you know like these these guys are going through real world situations and they're they're seeing it through these adult eyes and stuff like that um and i don't know it was just really beautiful at the end when (laughs) they were doing like their introductions and everyone's kind of somber you know they're just kind of like oh you know we're going to antarctica again you know we don't know what's going to happen and you know we might fuck up and lose someone else and you know they're giving up a lot of their lives that girl crying because her boyfriend was like leaving her and she was like i love you but i have to go like and he's you know is everyone's sacrificing something that is really important in their lives and uh i see just being like let's fucking go to anarcha let's fucking do it just those simple words for them were just like fuck yeah this high school girl is telling us to do it and like we gotta fucking go and do it we're sacrificing everything for it i think that moment uh was beautiful uh, for everyone on that boat. So now it's like everyone's at the start line. Everyone's equal now in that sense where it's not just, oh, the girls are doing their thing. Adults are going to do their thing. No, we're all together on this one boat uh, to, you know, solve what we want to solve in Antarctica. And 
you know the, mm-hmm. to me this is the start uh for them and then next next couple of weeks is just gonna be you know more antarctica stuff and you get to see how they travel and blah 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 and uh yeah to me it's just it's one of the slow churning animes uh, definitely better watching it all together than uh watching it week by week mm, weekly yeah i think for me this episode i the girls are being really cute um i think more so than the durian episode because that was funny but <laughs> yeah. I think the cherry on top was the way should I say kind of I wouldn't say put closure but I think she's been wanting to say those things and her being able to because we've seen her struggle with public speaking but this yeah. is something that's deep in her heart and she says it to a bunch of these people that have um, really close connections with her mother that I don't think she's fully accepted comprehended and yeah the death of her mother because that's kind of important but it was good like the way that uh, she overcame that now that we don't have to i guess worry about her as much she's definitely i I can foresee just having that realization maybe eventually or they might not touch up on it and just keep it lighthearted. but i think that's important for her character yeah for sure at the end of the day she's She's still pretty much the main character and everything, right? She has the mm. most at stake. Uh, yeah. That's why she Biggest has attachment. These, yeah, she has these character development moments just because there's a lot to unpack with her, uh, with the with the with her mother disappearing in Arica like that. And just like all the back all the fucking flashbacks are just like how the mother got started with the Oh yeah. The manager girl and they were just like they had a dream together They're and they so want to happen. So happy. Yeah, so young. And then her and screaming successful. in the the snow cat uh in the snowstorm. And she was just like cry, crying yeah. out her name, wanting her to come back. And yeah, it's just uh definitely one of those moments. Uh that she'll that manager lady would never forget, definitely. That she'll have to carry on. And now she gets to see the daughter who looks daughter. exactly like her mother uh in front yeah. of her for the next three months so uh a lot of unfinished business really okay uh let's move on to the other anime that got tied for second place uh licorice recoil uh drops down from his first place perch uh with 54 points as well the grades a's from avery and plenty and then a pluses from myself and lance so again pretty even across the board nothing that separates us too differently so uh, open up the floor again. How'd you guys like or dislike this week's episode of Liquor Street Coil? If we had to have a filler episode for this show, we talked about it. It was definitely this one. Yeah, but, but they still uh, ended they up still, tying. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, the hints of the, the, the physical that she had to go to. I think as soon as, I don't know if they showed that nurse before, but we've, Known about. We've seen her. Yeah, she's like a little for, bit. Um, uh, Yoshi at the yeah. Allen Institute. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Okay. Like she's only shown up like maybe twice. Yeah. Like she, yeah. She, she looked like a background character, but she's so distinct in the way she looked. I was like, mm-hmm. where we like had to touch upon her sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. And her also, hot she, secretary appearance. Yeah. Her hair. <laughs> her hair is so round swirly swirly yeah it's kind of hard to like i don't know just like a 
feel like a tornado goes with her head. Like she just kind of mixes it together. But yeah, she's really hot. The fan service in that first half was, oh my God, they just shoved in so much fan service. It was very much appreciated. Yeah. But it still worked. Like in terms of like. It made sense. The day to day life that they have. I think. Chisato showing Takina like what she does as a job mm-hmm. other than kill people uh in that first or second episode really like help cement this this first half of the episode, right? Just the fact that they they go teach Japanese to all these foreigners or they help the elderly or they go to they this preschool or whatever. People out of shoot guns too. Yeah, they do all this stuff uh charity wise, uh, help other people out, or I guess that's a job I don't really know how much money they make from that i think they make pretty good um, money from uh all those at the end Chisato made like a lot of money from all those yeah. tasks put together so uh yeah just they they built it up well so when it does happen it doesn't feel like oh okay they're just they're just killing time and it's like no 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 this is like a day-to-day life this is what they do when they're not you at know the running for their lives yeah or like doing all this <laughs> stuff that the poopy swirl thing for talking to was was great too like uh, that was hilarious how tone deaf she is. Yeah, yeah. And it just it's just giving more scenes for her character, which I didn't think they were gonna do. You mm-hmm. know, talking to I thought we were done, but yeah, she seemed a like a one dimensional character, but uh, she's slowly becoming multi dimensional. And her her moments with Chisato at the end uh, when mm-hmm. she handed her the keychain oh, and everything yeah. like that, I was like, fuck, yeah. Fuck, Takina is becoming like a better and better character. Like, I like for once we actually see a character growing into becoming yeah. a likable character, right? Like, yeah. Takina was just kind of whatever, but now she's slowly becoming. I, I no way it's gonna be Chisato level, but like she's she's giving her a run for her money now with the way she acts and yeah. Takina is doing with, a lot of these cute things. Yeah, with how Takina is integrating herself to the cafe i think this is as deep as she can go literally taking responsibilities for finances when like a couple weeks ago we were imagining her playing at the board game with the table like that would be end goal takina this is but she's further she's invested how can we go any deeper except for board game night like she's literally taken over yeah fiscal responsibilities for the fucking cafe telling chisato to go like yeah go do your physical because i care about you i mean she has to because Chisato and Mika are probably going to die in the next couple of weeks and someone's got to run the fucking <laughs> shop. Someone has to Sooner carry on the cafe when they're gone. <laughs> Why, you, you think fucking Glasses Lady is going to fucking take over? She can no. barely find a husband. Well, it's all right because she'll probably be dead too. Honestly, the only ones I know for sure will live is Kurumi. Yeah, because she'll be in her fucking her little safe house. Her yeah, little, I know she's uh, a computer person. Well, true. Well, you never know. Majima is kind of a wild card in a, in a sense, and I feel like he yeah, might think he might five steps ahead and kill their take their out eyes the on the sky first. Then exactly, yeah, yeah, I can actually see that. Majima's, I think, Takina's great, but they've developed Majima into such a scary person very quickly, and you- I really like him as a villain. Yeah, like I, super hearing or some shit that like came what? out of nowhere. But yeah. I like his yeah, intelligence that he but just came to Chisato's house himself personally. Yeah. But he's also part of the like the same program that Chisato 
is that I mean maybe that's why like Chisato has the super reaction he has a super hearing because maybe he also he had a, has some kind of mechanical part right in his flashback he had bandages over his eyes I don't know if that was a blindfold just so he can like really focus his hearing or there was some maybe kind he of surgery experiment like yeah but he's part of that same program that she got her mechanical heart so I don't yeah. know about you guys I know Majima is a great villain I would love for him to stay a villain but I'm getting a vibe that he's gonna be on our side at the end yeah i can see that too he and chisato both got fucked over that night or whatever the case may be or the night afterwards or the the aftermath of the the tokyo tower incident uh because i still want to know why he was at the tower exactly and just the whole reason behind it and like why he's part of the program with chisato and everything and uh the, the 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 incident itself the flashback wasn't really a lot to to imagine with so mm-hmm. uh, i know there's a lot more pieces to it but yeah i really i really feel like majima understands chisato at a level and chisato's just kind of like i think she realizes it but she doesn't want to admit it mm-hmm. or We're she just doesn't same. remember from that moment because she looked like a totally different person in the flashback yeah uh, so we don't know Tokyo what Tower. made her change from when she was a little kid to who she is now to either. this and when yeah. did she even get her heart because they didn't specify that either like yeah when that switch happened for sure so there's just a lot of factors that still need to be answered i'm sure fucking uh yoshi is the guy that has all the answers because he was like mm-hmm. at the end it's like mika you it's too late time's up you yeah wasted, you wasted too much time now i have to do what do i gotta do something what is the exactly <laughs> what is the something like, so uh i'm very excited to see but uh uh, now I'm like honestly never sur- I won't be surprised if Majima like I wouldn't say like turns good but he just like our interests align and yeah, he like, helps us situation. out yeah. yeah and then like we solve it together and then he's like well that's it I'm still gonna kill you but yeah. not tonight and then just I don't know flies away or something yeah all the characters are so cool mm-hmm. I really like Mizuki like she's still you know she's just a trope character but she's just so funny. Yeah, I like her voice too. Her voice is oh, like her voice is great. All really shrill, but uh, but still kind of. It's not even old nature. She's just kind of like, to me, like almost the embodiment of like a thirty-year-old office lady. Yeah, <laughs> she's not an auntie. <laughs> older worker. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's not an auntie, but she's not. She's not young she's not anymore old. either. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, do you think there's actually going to be a romance between Takina and Chisato? Or do you think it's just friendship? No. I think that it's up for interpretation. They won't actually... Because they do that all the time. Yeah, they like, do. Oh, they're, they're best friends. They're so close. You like seeing the interactions and fan service. But they... You know, they... Um, they don't commit to they the don't ever. romance. Confirm it, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of like these kind of shows where... Like the two main girls are very close and uh it's clear that they're friends and any like shipping between them is just like the the author or the animators just like just teasing that to get the, the yeah yeah get the juices boiling yeah, get like the the fans in on that but um yeah that night scene between takina chisato um i don't know that felt like more it than did friends. it for you yeah that, that yeah that was adorable that that really like i'm like 
if they say that Takina, I don't think Chisato feels that way, but if Takina has feelings for Chisato, like I'm all in for that. I think that this is, if they yeah. say this is actually yeah. like a, a romance, probably a tragic romance, honestly. But uh, yeah, I would be totally yeah. down for that for uh, the direction they're taking the characters. Yeah, I could definitely see that because I, I definitely agree with you that Chisato definitely doesn't see Takina in a romantic yeah. way. Definitely family. I That's think for so. sure. Mm-hmm. Family. Some, someone to take under her. her wing, and whether she remembers her past or not, uh, Chisato, I she sees a lot in Takina of herself and I think that's why yeah. mm-hmm. she was like I'm going to take you under my wing I'm going to show you the the path to you know happiness and uh, good in life and I don't want you to go down this dark path that I went down to uh, and it cost me a lot uh, in the process so uh, that's the feeling I get with Chisato and yeah for sure Takina would definitely fall in love with her just because I mean, she's or- she's an orphan, right? So she's never had someone care about her this much before. And then just this cute girl that just showed up out of nowhere in her life. And uh, now Dodges we get to see... Dodges and is super cool. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to see sides of Takina that we'll probably never have seen if Chisato never influenced her life. So... Oh, yeah. Damn. It's going to hit hard when Chisato dies now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like bracing myself. You know, it's kind of like... It's going to happen. But I don't think that's gonna like make it any better when it happens. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. I, I I have a feeling it's gonna be like one of those like it's a what the fuck moment. But we already know it's coming. But it's still gonna be like where's where like when when when's it gonna is it is it now is is it this episode? Yeah, how's it gonna happen? It's like so. What it's do you guys think is us. actually happening? Which is Sato and the that heart thing that they were doing at the end of the episode? Oh, I don't fucking know. I it's think fucking the heart, glowing in the middle of her chest. I think the mechanical heart thing is like controllable, you know, kind of like a robot in a sense. There's a chip inside, and I don't know how Chisato blooded killer. Exactly, I don't know how Chisato undid the chip, or maybe Mika convinced Yoshi, like, "Hey, let me take care of her. I can do whatever you need. Just give me some time to like." you know, do whatever I need to do. I don't know. Mika hasn't really said anything, so I don't fucking know what he wanted for Chisato yeah. other than to be a normal girl. But I mean, she's fucking licorice. There's nothing normal about her. Um, yeah. But yeah, something like that. I think that's like, what it feels uh, like. Yoshi's objective is, well, okay, it's super vague and it's definitely one of those like lofty, oh, I would have a mission from God kind of, um, uh, uh, motivations yeah but it could be like you know chisato has an innate talent for killing she's choosing not to do it that's wrong she should embrace her talent and just be a killer to what end i don't care just as long as she's doing what she's meant to do in my eyes so i'm thinking okay well i have like this whole theory mapped out that um when majima uh detonated the bomb chisato got caught in it and she was fatally injured but then uh Yoshi saved her, gave her the new heart. Mika convinced um, uh, the heart could be used to pump aggression into her, but Mika yeah, essentially like, controlled dampened, her. Yeah. yeah, dampened the setting to just keep her more even flowed and balanced, and made her more chill. And maybe Yoshi's trying to switch it so that she becomes more aggressive again. 
Yeah, I mean, sounds like an anime sure. plot. Could be. Yeah, I mean, y- y- Yoshi and Mika are not on the same terms, so that's definitely it uh-huh. fits anymore. At least it fits that fact for sure, because there's definitely a, an, an idea that Mika was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing with Shisato. That Yoshi was just like, "Hey, I I let you have her, and you're not doing what I asked you to do." So uh, TikTok, I waited. I don't know, like two years for some reason. I could have just fucking did it's it whenever I want years. to. But she was like ten- seven. She was seven years old when she was in that flashback. Was she seven? Yeah, Yoshi oh, says she's she says that um, the tower isn't happened ten years ago. So Jasal's seventeen now, so she would have been seven. Holy shit! I was I like, she was I like thought licorice are supposed to be middle school at youngest when they're nah, dude. Young, this is deployed. just like uh. Uh, Black Widow, right? Wasn't wasn't Scarlett Johansson? Okay, like, that's fucking true. Yeah. That kid? yeah, they yeah, they, they were like Black 10. Widow. They trained them since they're like small children. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah easier to to brainwash them because they're so young. Yeah, yeah, their so. whole lives to brainwash them. Yeah. Uh, okay. With that, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast. Why are you number looking one. confused? What about number one. Oh shit! What about oh shit? One? That's right. That that is number one. I I'm so sorry. I always forget because Licorice Rico is always number one for <laughs> right, us. Let's, let's take two. <laughs> the upset of this week. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Fuck My number bad. one. <laughs> Fuck number one. But we have to talk about number one because I mean it is your pick, Lance. Uh, Prison School comes in at number one with a perfect score of fifty six A pluses across the board. Uh, for this week, I think Prison School is kind of falling behind a little bit, but it shot right back up to the top of the mountain uh, for us this week. Uh, so again, I'll just open up the floor. How'd you guys feel about this week's episode of Prison School? Gakuto and the whole restraint and the vice president just riding the horse and then riding the fucking doll. And we've when did we talk about this? I feel like it was today how we were saying, I think it was yesterday when we were talking to our friend that's watch, or who's joining us to watch Prison School and he missed the episode. He was saying that he loves every scene with Hana, uh, but the vice president also has been becoming worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just what the fuck? But it's so funny and Gakuto just... I don't even know what to call it. I wouldn't say that he redeemed himself, but that's kind of the He's emotion so that was cool. happening. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, a man. just like all the sacrifices. This is not he my did. toy. Yeah. The seven just, years just he'll have to go through. Yeah, he shit himself. Oh my god! Yeah. Like what? He's he's literally going to be in jail. Like after they get out, he's still going to be basically mentally in jail for the next seven years. Because of the shit he did for oh, that no, one yeah. toy. Even if they get out of prison, you know that hell is not going to end for him. No, not at all. because he's going to be an idiot and he won't transfer schools. So and he's going to stay at that school for the rest of his uh, high school career. He's just going to, people are just going to look at him and just going to be like, oh, you're shit gato. Yeah. And he won't even <laughs> have like Ubu to keep him company either. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, he lost his, his figure. His, 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 he lost his boo, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I, heard, I, I just love the fact that, like, at the beginning of the show, you know, you st- you slowly start realizing, oh, yeah, these boys are pretty bad. Like, all guys mm-hmm. are pretty bad. Naturally, but as yeah. the season goes on, 
And these girls aren't that great either. And they're yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. bad yeah, in their they're own, incredibly right? Incredibly stupid in their own right, too. Yeah. And then you just kind of realize, you know what? This whole school is fucked up. Yeah. Everyone just There's something weird up. about this school. So <laughs> I. The fact that, yeah, the fact that is just insane. <laughs> the, fact, oh yeah, the fact that they allow the prison. Uh, yeah, that's in of itself. System to Are all you, happen. Where did this the funding come from that? They built the jail cells <laughs> in, in the, the two years the that courtyard. she was president. The courtyard, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The heart of the school. I also liked Andre's um, diary. Focus, I guess. Just. Yeah, his slow building I, development. Like, you know who he is from day one in prison where he's licking the vice president's boot. But then we had we were forced to watch him pursue it and get rejected and rejected yeah he's and he's, he's so edged. sad about it yeah he's yeah. in the edge zone she's yeah she's edging the fuck out of him he's just like oh come on i just and she's just, wearing a super her punishment is wearing a one size smaller like uniform i just the show's so dumb and funny yeah i i, I love the vice i love the vice president she's she's so good it at first, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, she's just going to be this one-dimensional character that just, just dishes out punishment, fan service, and then she's just loyal to the president. But then they use that against her so many different times uh, throughout the mm-hmm. season. It's just kind of like, oh, fuck. God, the she's- instant sweating that happens and the noise that they add. Like, she's a completely sexualized <laughs> character, but it's... It's funny. I, yeah. It's funny, it's yeah. It's absurdly like, funny. <laughs> yeah, it's absurdly funny that I don't even see it, like, sexual really i just see it as like this it's really just another facet unique, of how ridiculous this show is. funny joke yeah yeah the fact that she was like bent over on the table and she just stood there <laughs> she stood the entire there. time yeah. and she just uh, couldn't get she, she just couldn't she get just, her uh, braces herself against the table to get like yaoi paddled by the by the president <laughs> the president, like, the president just, just denies reaching her under her pulls the tea, team drinks pouring. tea puts uh-huh. tea back I'm do you like, hear a noise i don't hear anything the the, the yeah the the fucking double edging this fucking episode was fucking yeah the the fantastic. juxtaposition of edging uh on both sides yeah it, like the fact that they didn't do it in such a like straightforward and crude sexual way just makes it like this guy knows how to write jokes you know this the, he, he definitely <laughs> took a concept and like knew how to <laughs> make it in a way to where like it's actually a lot smarter than it needs to be i don't want to think about the author <laughs> sitting and just thinking about <sighs> oh god but you know he did yeah he's like F- i need five Here, here's a concept i always wanted to uh, write editor so he it's a school with a prison in it. There are five boys who transferred into this old girl's school. <laughs> They're fucking stupid. This sounds like the harem that we were conceptualizing mm, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Just like the ridiculousness of the characters. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This might be more ridiculous than even what me and Peter were trying to make up. I don't think I could ever make up something this ridiculous. Yeah, it takes a special kind of person to conceptualize all this. Because I, I don't know why, but in my head right now, I just have a, an image of like the manga be like calling his editors like, hey, I I need you to write something off for me, like tax-wise, because I, I bought something that pertains to 
helping me in the manga and the editor's like yeah man uh what, what'd you buy send over the receipt he's like i bought a yaoi paddle and this lubu statue that i'm gonna ride for like the next 20 minutes to try to get some inspiration <laughs> editor's like yeah okay man all clear and then just fucking just let him go and then he just I don't know, uh, went to town on himself. Has any other anime really done this concept of like taking something like horny prison and just running with it? In manga, yes, but I think adapted in anime, I think Prison School is pretty like mm-hmm. one of the most popular, if not the popular one. So I know there's like some other ones, like Grand Blue is a really good uh comedy show and they do a lot of sex jokes and that one as well Grand i think Blue there was a similar um uh energy let's say yeah as prison school yeah there's another one i forgot the name of it but is this student council high uh, like as a high school setting is the student council the guy is the vice president and the rest of them are girls and these girls all just say sexual jokes over oh, and that's, over. Oh, I, I know it. Uh, student Council's discretion or something like that. Say, say Tokai. Say. Yakuin Domo? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, student Council staff members. <laughs> yeah. Di- this one, like, it's not even subtle with the way to do it. it like huh. obviously like it's not a, like prison school ridiculousness but they do some pretty raunchy stupid ass. shit raunchy like, ass low shit brow jokes okay no one's yeah. getting suplex though so one thing i can hold against this show yeah i don't got this weird like not booty girl writing a yeah, lubo statue uh z cup girl <laughs> yeah but like this girl right here she's like the big booby secretary and there were like times where you she's know, like after you accidentally vice, jerking off a hot dog after you see vice president and then the guy catches him the word big booby just doesn't carry the same weight anymore <laughs> it, it, i am immune to that yeah uh, the tears have shifted yeah but uh yeah so this this guy uh taka he just plays the shake character and he just like comes in and then hmm. uh the president and the secretary just say sexual jokes all the time their teacher uh, that's in charge of the student council. She's like super horny, and she's always trying to have yeah, sex everybody's with just younger super guys. Horny. Uh, this is another yeah. all girl school. He's the only guy. Oh, how is he on the student council? I have no idea. I think the I think the president recruited him. Because I think that's what happened she's in so the beginning. Horny, right? I don't know because she's kind of like I mean she's weird on her own. Uh, accord she kind of just does whatever she wants i remember she had a bear at home and she got bdsm uh bondage rope for oh, the bear I feel to like dress it that, up yeah <laughs> uh yeah she just dresses up the bear and it's just a normal thing that she has and every time they visit her house it's just there it's just there fucking it's tied just up strapped up yeah yeah the only other normal one is this little girl here the a little blonde girl. Oh yeah, uh, she actually doesn't have Higamura. Uh, she's a treasure. She just has she's short sh- and flat jokes, which are my favorite. Yeah, she just <laughs> she just accidentally gets caught up in all the like crossfire of all the sex jokes mm. that she didn't ask for. Uh, yeah, she's probably the most normal out of everyone, if anything. Which is saying something. So, 
which is saying something yeah here's the teacher here she's fucking horny i remember there was like a beach scene where like this guy was trying to pick up the the president that didn't work out try to pick up the the secretary she pretended that uh the guy was her husband and that the blue the blonde girl was their daughter uh and then he gets to the teacher and the teacher is like oh fuck yeah fresh meat and then she just started getting like shark teeth and she like jumped at him and then you know presumably had sex with him on the beach because he just goes like the 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 camera pans up and he just goes ah ah (laughs) (laughs) like at the end oh my god i'm glad we have that audio clip of peter (laughs) this will be important later oh there's plenty of other times that i'm done it i'm sure stay tuned fans stay tuned yeah that show is like super popular i think it's like Three three seasons, uh, a movie, a couple OVA oh my series. God, show. Show. <laughs> yeah, two movies, I think. Uh this this is like really popular. It's one really one of those old, like out of style, uh raunchy comedy uh storylines. They don't do these kind of raunchy storylines yeah, anymore. They just don't make them like they used to anymore, huh? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> It's like one-liners. It's just like a full twenty-three minutes of raunchy one-liners. Oh, That's this is totally like a full how it's set up, bet, right? Uh, no, actually, I think it's regular chapters, oh but they're kind of <laughs> set up a little bit like four comas. Like it's like if you're trying oh, to expand a, a certain coma. story, mm-hmm. is it a four coma? Oh, maybe yeah. they just. But put it's it like all one together. of those. It's one of those like it's Hybrid. a full-on story, but they yeah. split it up into. Uh, you know the four panels small so story every single page is a one-liner basically yeah Aww. yeah it's just like constant jokes at the jokes and god it's like what 300 400 plus chapters like 20 plus volumes uh i think it just ended not too long ago like a couple of years ago the manga so uh it's like one of those like just it's, it's like sunday morning uh comics like it's just like oh here's the raunchy joke of the day or the week and then they just fucking write it down. Uh, they don't they don't do those kind of uh, comedy anymore. It's not as funny. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh my god, I'm reading some of these chapters. Oh my god, it's just so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else for uh, prison school or any of the other animes we talked about tonight? Uh... I can't wait for more Gare Zero. Like I think when we when I compare that anime to the rest, it's pretty. It's a bit above uh, Isekai Pharmacy in terms of like consistency and intrigue. Like I'm more interested. Obviously, I'm I'm super biased and I try not to, but I'm more invested in the story and the story beats kind of make sense. I'm so excited to finish it and then hear whoever i know peter's gonna read the manga but if any like you lance or avery read it just uh, it'd be so worth to just hear like everything i mean with a reaction like that i feel like i kind of have to now yeah at this point it's, my I might baby. Just, it's i, I just pulled so pretty school and i'll just be like yeah i read it and you're like what do you think about it i'm like uh so the shitting scene was um I'm just gonna stay quiet. It was out there. The shitting scene. <laughs> 
okay, well, I guess on that note, <laughs> that is all the time we have for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to this week's episode. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, do everything you can uh, to help support the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, I don't think I have any We Power Hour news. So, uh, any last words, guys, before we head off for tonight? Watch Donkin Ropa 3 Weep After Hour. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Make Gonta happy. Yeah. If you don't watch, Gonta Waffle Stomp you. That's that's something you'll get if you watch the fucking series. Want to find out where the, where the hype is about? Yeah. Quality content. Quality. <laughs> yeah. No more like quantity, but uh, yeah. same. <laughs> Just end it. Same weep time, same weep face. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.